You can support this show at patreon.com slash ASA podcasting. This is some pretty crazy shit. Hello and welcome to the 312th edition of the Fallout Feed. I am Andrew, joined by a room filled with my favorite Fallout folks. This week we have with us Clint. Hey Clint, what's going on? Evening all. Welcome to the show, sir. We also have Jess. Hi Jess, how are you? Kapow! Kapow. I'm Jess, and this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. (laughs) The Citadel? What's that? Uh, it's Mass Effect reference. You're going to be hearing a lot of that oh, from me, Andrew. Yeah. Oh, no. Yep, Did that yep, game yep. drop? The game must have dropped. Uh, did, <laughs> Ray, you're not playing it too, are you? Hey, Ray, what's going on? Hi, Andrew. No, no, no. That's that one I'm not. I can't believe you played <laughs> fucking everything. And a special guest for this week. We have uh, returning to the show and frequent feedback submitter. Hey, Lee, what's going on? Hey, greetings to all. Welcome. Thank you for hopping on tonight, Lee. Looking forward to uh, hearing about your adventures and such. So what's going on in our world? Jess, it sounds like you want to jump right into some, um, what's it called? Crass effect? Uh, No, (laughs) that would be. (laughs) Mast effect. Mast mast effect is a boating game, right? Yes, definitely. The the pirates. Space pirates. You do have a ship. You mean reavers? Reavers. Reavers. Yes. We're just looking that up before the show because I was Andrew asking his dumb questions like, okay, we're about to go live. I wonder what a reaver is, you guys. Let's look that up for 10 (laughs) minutes before we get started. They use that word a lot. Very illuminating. You know, I've heard reaver. I thought it was like pirate related. Apparently it's one who plunders or reaves. Yeah, it's just a plunderer. Same, Same thing as a pirate. And then I'm like, does pirate, do I make the association of pirates are on water? Like that's probably not necessarily always true they just say pirates when they're on the water and because of you know goddamn peter pan i think that all you know pirates are uh, you know on on the water and like you can be a pirate on land and you can be a reaver on the water you know what i mean like i was like oh i bet reavers are land pirates <laughs> land, oh, yeah. land pirates the, actually pirates are land the, reavers you just didn't know yeah, yeah flip what are the space pirates called yeah. land shark <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've got the the uh, meaning of piracy is uh, robbery or criminal violence by ship or boat borne attackers. So oh, it is on water or or on a coastal area. Holy so shit! Look at that, you guys! It is on water. I wasn't just you know using Peter Pan. Hey, hey Ray! Hey Ray! I I think I hear something at the door. Uh oh, who's here? What is it? Who is it? Uh, you sh- wait. <laughs> Are you supposed to the candy gram? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What it's what happened? Yeah, candy gram. <laughs> so <laughs> gameplay this week. I didn't play any Mass Effect, but thank you for asking. So it, you it did? came out. Well, <laughs> you got so excited. It launched, it launched today, and I'm super excited. Oh, today. And okay. I almost called in sick to the podcast. Yeah. And work and life in general, I but I did because I'm good. I've waited. I wouldn't have blamed so, you. You were so excited about it last week, and then. You were so busy with work and shit this week that I was like, 
Oh no, she didn't get to play. I thought it like came out on Tuesday. I always thought I always think everything comes out on Tuesday. I don't know why. I think CDs or albums used to come out on Tuesdays when I was music director. I don't, maybe that's why I'm associating that. But I was just yeah, like, oh, it's, it's Tuesday release day. Oh no, she has to work. She can't play her game. A lot of games to drop in stores and stuff on Tuesdays because it's a great oh, day to do? you know stock okay. the shelves and all that. Yeah, lately they've been moving more towards Fridays as being more common Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. But it used to be Tuesday was restock day. Well, a lot of places. I heard that they moved release days for video games specifically because too many kids would call out from school. Oh, is there is there any yeah, truth to that? Is that just being not. silly? Especially as, you know, the audience for video games is older these days and we're way more likely to call out of work than we are school. And it was Tuesday up yeah. until, you know, not only just a few years ago. No, wait, you need an excuse? <laughs> that too. Well, I'm, I don't need an excuse, but my boss does. Yeah, the boss <laughs> needs the excuse, not us. But so it came out, came out today, and I tried to play after midnight last night. I, I got downstairs around 1 a.m., started it downloading, good to go. Tried to play at 1.30 a.m., and uh, no, it, it didn't officially come out until about 11 a.m. today. So in order to get the day one patch and the full install, I needed to wait. Now, I mm-hmm. could have moved to New Zealand <laughs> like Jerry or somebody. I've been like, Kiora, everybody, but I didn't Kiora, yeah, because... <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, Lacey tried to do that, tried to pull that, and the, she got face-palmed. <laughs> it works sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't, but I was tired last night anyway. So, yeah, no Mass Effect yet, but I did play lots of Fallout. Uh, no Fallout 4, really, this week, uh, which isn't a good thing because of the fact that I already didn't finish the quest last week on time. Uh, but, I'm, you know, I'm right up against it, like we know, so I should be able to get the next two done in time for next week. Uh, what I did do was a pant load of 76 uh i mentioned we had the uh we had the cooking contest on saturday claude which oh my goodness super excited uh, there have been a number oh, of yeah. articles about it oh yeah it was an ar- article in polygon and then i saw one in pc gamer and a couple other sites and the whole stream kickoff last weekend the the just the whole thing in general was great Yes, the stream team launch went well. That was Thursday to Sunday. Everything went great. A lot of people there, a lot of giveaways. Uh, The person who won the chair giveaway that we had, the limited edition uh, Vault-Tec chair, uh, was in Greece. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. I know. (laughs) Exciting. But (laughs) Noble Chairs is based out of, I think, the UK. uh, So Europe is within the purview of what was allowed. Nice, nice. I was going to ask about Canada, the. I was going to ask here. about the how the kitchen, the kitchen, the uh, kitchen cooking. That I combined those two words. The cooking show uh, works in seventy six. So uh, I actually wanted to watch that because I wanted to see how the the mechanics of the competition worked. What was that like? So it was a lot like Chopped, um, Chopped or Iron Chef. Uh, essentially, there were the three of us. Uh, three competitors at once. Um, in this case, it was myself, Greg, and Cherry from UWN competing first. And so we competed against each other in three rounds, an appetizer round, an entree round, and a dessert round. So each round, uh, basically, we'd be there with the judges, and they'd say, oh, we had to empty out our inventory. I had no food, no consumables, nothing like that. So bare bones, anything we made, we had to gather. And so first round, we got a hell of a difficult round because each time they would give us a secret ingredient. So we got given squirrel. So we had to do an appetizer and a beer, and the secret ingredient was squirrel. Uh, so we had okay. to run and catch that squirrel as well as everything else, make a beer, make a meal, be back in 10 minutes. Um, so what? that was a really difficult round. Only Cherry got it done. Greg and I both failed. <laughs> how, how diversified is the squirrel menu if you pop that open in the crafting thing? Like how many dishes are there? There's crispy squirrel bits. There's squirrel stew. What else can you make? I think that's about it. You know, I had studied it 
I had kind of crammed it and I had a couple of charts and lists up to check. But yeah, there's only maybe three things with squirrels. I mean, maybe there's squirrel jerky or something too. Yum. There's not as much, there's not as much as you would want, which is why squirrel was a hard one because I was yeah. thinking ahead of time we'd be given our secret ingredient, but, but we weren't. We had to go hunt, hunt it, it down. Too. So that made it harder. So round one was squirrel. Uh, Cherry won that one for sure. Round two, we had a uh, rad scorpion. So, you know, you think it's easy. Guaranteed spawn, rad, rad scorpion at top of the world. Didn't pop up for me. Oh, so no. I was running around the toxic valley going, here, scorpion, yeah, yeah. scorpion, Jesus. scorpion. <laughs> Didn't really show up, but Cherry got attacked by a couple of them. So I fast traveled to her and and, uh, and sniped one of them. <laughs> so so I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. What, what um, aspects are they judging you on where you split you because you had to empty your inventory yeah, let's go let's go back to big picture okay that's not the nitty-gritty so big picture there are three rounds appetizer round 10 minutes have to make something uh entree round 15 minutes have to 15 make okay there, so there's a timed so aspect to, to gathering mm-hmm. all the ingredients and that's why it's important that you emptied your thing because all right then you have to judge do i want to go for the you know the rad scorpion tart a la blah 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 with all the different like tiny ingredients or just do you know roast rad scorpion you know what i mean like so exactly i'm pulling i'm gonna uh pull up the rules for you real quick so basically things were scored too so a lot of dishes were worth three points or five points depending upon complexity Uh, that's smart too good system yep yep and so things here we go here's the rules things you will be judged on time completed on time five points uh, not on time, three points. So if you got done like before they got to you, but just after the timer, you would get less points. Uh, cooking complexity, either five or three. Um, attitude, judges could give you extra points for attitude, up to 10 points. And then pop-up challenges, extra credit. So stuff like uh, UXO guy with one of our judges, and he's like, I could really get a new cola orange. Uh, spoiler alert, we didn't get him a new cola orange because it was too darn hard to make the recipes <laughs> in time. <laughs> we run around with our heads cut off. But so it was really fun. Um, ultimately, second and third round went much better. Uh, Greg ended up eating his entree. <laughs> he made he made Whoops. a really great <laughs> rad scorpion stew with all the fixins. And instead of setting it down with X to drop it, he did ate it, ate it. He ate it right for the judges. <laughs> he said, "Here, judges, fuck you." <laughs> oh, he got so much trouble for that because the judges went. You know, they were going full. Um, uh, oh, Gordon Ramsay. That's and, funny. You know, oh no! They probably got full points for attitude. <laughs> for sure for sure uh oh, so that perfect. was good and ultimately in our round cherry won. i i tried for extra credit in the third round i went it was uh the final round was dessert and tea so i actually i said you know what i've got these extra ingredients i grabbed teacups a teapot a crystal decanter got a nuka shine and a couple different courses at once and basically even a full picnic in that last thing and i'm like here you go you know it's all about preparation and presentation yeah. drink but- this nuka shine motherfucker yeah <laughs> actually really funny line they're like hey give that nuka shine to greg because we don't want to look at him anymore <laughs> <laughs> he ate so my then- meal the other team that competed were-, were our friends at the atomic stop and i've talked about them before uh they do the Twitch show about, you know, the Atomic Shop. It used to be Atomic Shop Anonymous to Kim the Atomic Stop. Uh, love them. All really good friends. And they outdid us in pretty much every way. Uh, <laughs> it's one of the uh, competitors on their side, Trizzle. She, not only did she complete everything that needed done, all three meals and the beverages, okay, for each course, all three courses, all the beverages, she made three of each on a lot of them. So the judges could each have their own. Wow. Overachiever. Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> she really is. It was uh, very impressive. And the thing is, we knew ahead of time she was probably going to do the best. 
but she did amazing. So the final round was her versus Cherry, and the audience had to pick um, what the item would be. And they ended up choosing Megasloth as the, as the ingredient they had to use, and they only had seven minutes. So that was a tough one, yeah. and Trizzle did end up winning it all. But it was a great time, great fun. I really enjoyed it. You got seven minutes to find a sloth. Where are you going? Yeah, where's, that, where, where's your permanent sloth? Probably my my role would be treetops and run northwest. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, there's there's a 100% guaranteed spawn over by the air, crashed airplane. Mm. Yep. Yeah, that's that's further west from there, right? But yeah. Okay. That's a good one. So, it was difficult. It was fun. The judges didn't eat that well. <laughs> it was a great time. <laughs> well, they're eating squirrel uh, and sloth, so what do you expect? But there were a lot of events like that for the stream team weekend, just because a lot of people were doing special stuff, just kind of the launch of the team. Uh, on Sunday, we did Jeopardy 76. I mentioned that ahead. Uh, Osiris, one of my operatives, was running that, and the competitors nice. were myself, Ken, and Scullyface. Great. And I ended up winning that pretty handily, it, it, but it was a really great time. Did Aaron Rodgers come and guest host? No. I hope LeVar Burton gets the job. <laughs> it's, uh, anyone listening to the show 10 years in the future from now, there's, there's, uh, there used to be a host called Alec Trebek, who was really beloved on, on Jeopardy, but now um, reading Rainbow Guy, I hope, is going to get it, because he's, he's my favorite. LeVar is awesome. I didn't even watch I mean, Star Trek, and I love LeVar Burton. People have talked about Ken Jennings getting it, but I think he's just going to be consulting and uh yeah i I haven't even been paying attention have they made the decision yet i don't know but jeopardy 76 it went really well uh uh, (laughs) i I told andrew and ray that all the um all the scream at your phone was major preparation because yes even though i threw some answers on 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 purpose just to make fun of osiris because he was the host you know and osiris is a great friend like i said he's an operative but he and shreds have this battle going on that for a while they've been building up this kind of like wrestling rivalry where they love to talk shit at each other oh my. and uh, osiris did so bad in his first cat fights a couple months ago he like he just hit the mattresses again and again and again like so we're always <laughs> we're always joking about it so i actually turned out and i'm like osiris i'm gonna ask you a question what is the question of the road you get after you destroy the Institute from Desdemona that has six parts? He didn't know. And I got to say, to the mattresses. Crowd went wild. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> but so I threw some questions just for fun. Uh, but I still, I, I won with like 5,700 points. So it was good. Isn't it called Underground Undercover? No, that, that's, mm. a, that's, a mid, that's a mid quest. <laughs> uh, yeah. To the mattresses is a, is, a pretty, is a pretty cool quest line that you only get after you finish the main story. Nice. And you were talking, Jess, you were talking about um, hopping into and catching up doing the Institute. Since you're not Institute, can't you just skip everything? Just like kill father and walk away and be done with it? Gross. I I never even thought about that. I mean, I don't know where I got that idea. I do have to do my assigned quest, but you're right. No, once I do the first one from within, probably from there, I could. I could take the Ray getting ejected from the Institute. Yeah. You don't need to go back there, right? No. And you don't give a fuck about that little robot boy. He's not your real son. And your real son turned on you, so fuck him too, right? I mean... There you go. Okay. 
I mean, if you're going to take the brotherhood approach, you might as well take the brotherhood approach, right? Yeah. It's not going to reduce my overall quest load because it's going to be kind of the same either way. But yeah, I don't need to do Except for you would kick open that glass cell and you would take the the scraps of that robot boy with you so you could, you know, tear him apart and use him for technology purposes too. Yeah. Yeah. Take him back to Proctor Quinlan to study or something. Yeah. You gotta you have to kidnap Dr. Lee, don't, don't you? Yes, we have to get Dr. Lee first, so we have to do that do you, much. Yeah, you need to get back into the institute to do that. Oh. Well we no, we're gonna do that first. That's what I was just telling Andrew. Like once we get in there we do that first quest and then we could. Yeah, can sure. can you immediately convince Dr. Lee to come to the Brotherhood? I'm pretty sure you can do that on your first visit. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how long it takes her to actually leave. We'll find yeah, out. Yeah, you you take the message to her straight away, yeah. <laughs> But so that was my 76. Uh, I also did a lot of uh, PC playing. So he- here's a fun fact when we get to the uh, score check-in in a little bit. I'm actually a higher score level on PC than I am on Xbox now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, shamefully, it's like level 10 and level 7 or 8. Who cares? That's <laughs> but, so hilarious. <laughs> but I am higher on PC. Um, and is that from hosting duties? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just And r- running with friends over there. So Jeopardy was done over on the PC side. And then I just played with a bunch of PC people for several hours after that. So you're just keeping on getting the 10,000 XP and the 100 points. That'll help roll it over, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Yeah, I, I've, I'm up to like, I got like six levels in the last week on PC. So I played a good bit. Um, and then, you know, on regular 76, just some light building, some camps, the usual streams. A really wonderful camp stream again last night. So that's my gameplay, but I'm going to have to cram... <laughs> Okay, I'm going to cram the Mass Effect, but I'm going to have to cram the Fallout 4 where I can to get done in time. Hopefully, maybe I'll stream for us on Sunday. That's my plan. We'll see if it happens this time. What are your Mass Effect plans? Are you are you going to hop into that this weekend? Where I can fit it in, because we have spring finals for cat fights tomorrow night. Oh, jeez. Um, so I've got that and yard work So and Fallout 4. So we'll yeah. see where we can fit it in. Fuck yard Definitely work, am I right? Good Lord. <laughs> Ugh, I hate it. Well, he, Yard work. Here's the thing we had on the Discord forum. Actually, let's stay on topic. So that's my <laughs> gameplay. Let's move on to somebody else. She's like, yard derailed work. this early. The yard work left her. No. <laughs> talking about mowing lawns in the dark. Yes. I'm going to get that girl a cram recipe. <clears throat> I just need to tape a flashlight to my goddamn mower. Ray, did you play any Fallout this week? Uh, played a little bit, actually. Uh, so... Um, I was I was jamming on No Man's Sky because uh, I wanted to try to squeeze in, um, you know, one last uh, round through the uh, through the Explorer uh, quest line, uh, and <laughs> I had uh, had just finished uh, everything except for one quest, and I. I hopped onto a planet and was just kind of goofing around while I was waiting for stuff to, uh, um, to finish. And all of a sudden my computer shut off. Right. And so checked it out. It, it had all the, all the signs of a power supply going out the, the 12 volt rail going off. Um, and so I hopped up and, took off and ran down to the local computer store, bought a new power supply, brought it home, got it hooked up. 
Uh-oh. And still Uh-oh. nothing. Guys, if he's telling us about the power supply like this, that means that it wasn't the power supply and the story is about to continue <laughs> on to something much, much, much worse. Uh, now he's going to tell us about the screen. Yes. No, here here, here, no, comes, here so, comes the murder. Here comes the murder. Everybody get ready. So then I started looking at everything that was plugged into the 12-volt rail, and <clears> the first <throat> thing is the video card. <sighs> and when I unplugged that, everything came on. Oh, no. So my my... Uh, 1080 Ti is toast. I don't know what those numbers mean, but I assume those are that's a good high end one. It, it, I mean, it's, it's it was, yeah, yeah. It, it was old, old gen, but uh, you know, it, it definitely ran everything really well. And Andrew doesn't stand understand <clears throat> cryptocurrency, but evidently, I, I do know that um, you guys in the PC world have been having trouble getting video card i don't know why video cards yeah. but video cards specifically for for them harvesting cryptocurrency or something mining mining My, mining sorry not yes. harvesting wrong yeah, term yes. what a <laughs> what a dumb person i am um uh, and and it was kind of funny because you know so i'm at the at the computer store and you know you can't just you know go in and and buy a power supply and leave. You got to look around and see what else is going on. Oh yeah. what you get? And so started chatting the guy up about uh, video cards and you know, he, so he was, you know, telling me how, you know, they never get any in and you know, the only ones they have are, are really low end cards that nobody wants. And so they got a ton of them. Uh, and you know, so off I went to, to go fix my, uh, my power supply. And lo and behold, yep. Now between, between problems with, uh, you know, COVID and, you know, mining shortages in, in the actual rare mineral mines and, you know, high demand because of the cryptocurrency and the fact that, you know, because nobody can get any, everybody's scrambling to buy whatever, you know, whatever becomes available, um, it, at this point, I'm kind of shit out of luck. What, what Fortunately, they- I've got a lot of of old equipment laying around, and so I had a decent video card. It I had to uh, ratchet all my settings down one notch uh, because it was uh, you know everything was running kind of jittery, uh, you know, when I put the uh, the old card in, but it uh, you know. It's it's still playing. I can play the games. I finished my No Man's Sky uh, quests, um, so I I did that one uh, three times. So it only looks twice as good as Xbox now instead of eight times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, Ray. I'm sorry you have to deal with that. That's just terrible. But yeah so i mean at least the you know the good thing is is that eventually the the new high-end cards will be available and they'll be back at regular price and at that point then i can upgrade no but i was just about to ask what do you have a plan like to i mean you just said eventually like what well i'm I'm not gonna i'm not gonna pay the inflated price to get the uh the cards so i'm not gonna pay two thousand dollars then at what point do you see the the demand yeah at what point do you see the demand going down is there a large like we're ramping up production of them they're coming guys you just got to wait for it you know like is there is 
It'll be 2076, and then... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just in time for Fallout 5. Yeah, Talk about go. a fire sale. Uh, but is there is there promise of more on the horizon? Like, why are you just so comfort being comfortable being like, yeah, I'll get one, whatever, it's fine? Well, because I can still play games. Yeah. Ray is look, chill. Look at it this way. His graphics are still probably better than most of us console plebeians, so he's okay. He's slumming it just a little. Yeah, it's it's. I just think it's a weird issue. I don't. I really can't wrap yeah. my head around why. It, I mean, I know it's a supply and demand issue and and all that, but it's just like, well, just make more. It's, you know, it's not that easy because you were mentioning the mining. What, is it because of work shortages or mineral actual supply shortages? Like, have they are work, they they run out of shortages? Uh, yeah. Work shortages. Okay. Yeah, all the people dying. Yeah, that's too bad. People don't want to um, go into mining. And you know, and chips in general are 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 scarce at this point. So all kinds of manufacturers are having issues with uh, with chip supplies. Yeah, um, Ford has got uh, Kentucky Speedway full of trucks that they can't get chips for. Yeah, you were saying that in the group, Lee. So there's, you know, all cars have to have a hundred computer chips in them now, to and a billion sensors. We're all run by robots now. So, but they they can't get a specific mineral that they need to make these chips, so they can't make more chips. So therefore, they have all these already made trucks. They just need to pop a chip in them before they're done, and they can't make them. That's well, pretty. It's that's also, my understanding. That's hilarious. I mean, it's not funny it's at all, but you know what I mean. Also got to be, I mean, COVID-related in general, right? Because manufacturing slowed and stuff just stopped for a <laughs> significant portion of time. Yeah, fleet trucks stopped running. Yeah. As well. yeah, it's because everybody's running just just past time uh, supplies. You know, it's supposed to be just in time, but, you know. <laughs> so you know, one little glitch will just cascade through the system like that. Oh, yeah. Well, and, you know, India had been pushing to get more manufacturing done in in computer parts that are sold in India. And now they're having, you know, huge issues with COVID-19. Yeah. Really bad there right now. So it just, it puts pressure on, on the entire system. Sounds like the beginning of the resource wars. (laughs) Absolutely. Mad Max here in 20 years. (laughs) Nuke them. Water. Give us all your water. There are always resource wars. Really, I'm just looking for an excuse to uh, invade Canada. And <laughs> you're rightly, a lot of wars are actually resource wars in one way or another. Yeah. Uh, oil was our blast one, right? Come on. Can't wait to be done with that oil stuff, right, guys? <laughs> Let's go solar. <laughs> go solar. Oil? Oil? What oil? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's summer. We've got to import some cold air from Canada. Oh, please. Can we? I want to move to... Probably can't find trucks to pack it in. Put it in cardboard <laughs> boxes. I hear they're airtight. Uh, well, you know, I, th- I think they have an empty pipeline they could use. Nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, they probably already gummed it up again with oil. Uh, yeah, you know, so it's got a little smell to it. So talking about pipelines, what else have you been playing, right? um well so so interestingly enough fallout 76 uh is a pretty low impact uh, game and uh so that that's the one game that runs you know really well on the on the uh, lower lower quality card really 76 doesn't have uh not having issues with that at all yeah cool that's neat 
Yeah. I thought it was really, higher impact. No, No Man's Sky, it surprisingly, it's it's a very light game, but it's because, you know, you do all the work. Um, and so, yeah, it, so the video cards have lights in them and, and you know, I, I have mine set up so that it changes color as the, as the temperature rises. And um, with No Man's Sky, it, it, it immediately jumps to orange and stays there uh, the whole time. And go with, with Fallout 76, it stays green and the fans never come on. It just, it's just such a lightweight game. With all those Fallout 4 resources they're using. <laughs> yep. Mine, the fan comes on all the time So with both games. So. I mean, 4 and 76, I don't play No Man's Sky. Yeah. All right. I admittedly know nothing about PC uh, gaming or computers at all. Um, but 100 years ago, when I lived in Austria, my roommate was super, super excited about his water-cooled PC that he got mm. was that a oh, thing? Yeah. Was, was that, <laughs> now they're all water cooled. W- was yeah, that a popular thing? Is is that a thing now? Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I built one that had a refrigeration unit in it. <laughs> it's so great! Nice. But that's a, I assume that's a, you know electricity efficient as hell too, right? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, electricity deficient. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. But he was so excited. And it had like like you're talking about, he had like fluorescent LED lights all in it, so it would like do it would tell temperature and it was he was so impressed by how he got a water cooled art. Isn't this awesome? And I just looked at him like blankly like Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the colors are pretty. <laughs> yeah, I feel so backward. My computer's under the desk and has covers on it. So you can't see anything. Oh my gosh. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Mine's mine's glass. <laughs> he's got a fish tank in it. Yeah. He's got toads running <laughs> around. He's frogs. He's got shit frogs there, running yeah. around in his, in his frogs PC. In yeah. Oh, Ray, you should do it. You should. That should be your retired career. Just like create, you know, for rich people, just like PCs with paludariums in it. Oh, that'd be so fun. That was your problem, Ray. One of your frogs got into your PC and croaked. <laughs> yeah. <He> croaked. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. so good, Clint. So good. It's going to stick around to the amphibians inside. There you go. <laughs> Intel amphibians. Good work, Ray. Anything else you want to? No, that was that was pretty much my uneventful week. You, um, for some reason, you perked up real quick when she mentioned Mass Effect. Is that a game that you've ever played or interested in? Oh, yeah. I played the first two. Yeah. Um, and you liked them a lot? Well, evidently not. You didn't play I, three. <laughs> but I mean, I liked the game the you know, the, the stories are cool. The, you know, the characters are, are neat. Um, but it just, I just, I have such a hard time with uh, third person with third person. Oh, and yeah. it, I forgot about that. It, it's been, it, it's been fun playing Val, uh, uh, Valheim, but you know, I definitely have found myself a couple of times, you know, getting ready to play and think, and eh, no, I just don't, I'm, I'm not feeling <laughs> third person today. Wow. So it's enough of a deterrent, but I, I, in the other direction, first person games turn me the fuck off too. So, I mean, there's lots yeah. of stuff I don't play because, Oh God, it's first person. Is there a third person option? No. Okay. I probably won't play that then. 
you pick the right company to be a devotee of. Just saying. Yeah. yeah. So I can get a, a, a backhanded <laughs> slap of a compliment of third person. I'm just glad they've been improving it for you over the years. Yeah, yeah, it's better than it was in Fallout 3. The cursor actually kind of hits stuff now. You don't have to aim 20 degrees to the right of the cursor to hit stuff, so that's good. <laughs> well, and like- that's why we get the choice now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest part. Is uh, that should be the every the, the all game should let you like they should always have a an option of either or. Mm. Yeah. And driving that's- a horse in Oblivion was just the worst in third person. Just the worst. I that's say driving for Starfield. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know what? It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be wonderful, and I bet it'll be third and third and first yeah. again. That'll be really great. What? I'm excited just because of all my No Man's Sky uh, exposure recently to space. Well, not the last couple weeks, but uh, the last before stupid ops challenges daily crap started again. Uh, you know, I was when I was in the in the luxurious land of playing relaxing No Man's Sky and having fun. Remember that when games were fun, you guys. The uh, <laughs> You know, it, it got me so excited for space that I'm like sort of salivating for Starfield now. I'm like, I can't wait to just sort of like fly around to look at the stars and stuff. I mean, you're so you're fun. loving your Fallout 4 gameplay, right? And Fallout I'm, 76 is fun when you're not doing the dailies. Which is that's I, all you do. That's all I've been able. To, you know, I've been so busy <laughs> with shit recently. You know, we had a tree fall in the house, so I had to you know repair. The, I've just been dealing with a lot of crap recently. So the um, you know, I my gameplay has been. Fucking daily challenges in seventy six. Like, oh, it was great. fun chasing some mole miners with you. Although you actually were off doing your own thing more than more than that. But I, you know what I, I was do doing? A lot of mole I, was, miner chasing. I was resetting levels so I could uh, d- be ready for fucking dailies the next day. <laughs> That's what yeah, I was doing. No, was why? Ugh. Why? You don't need it. <laughs> I just my levels character was level like twenty two, and I was like, this is now taking twenty minutes to level up. I you know I I need the I need the faster the faster level up. It was way more than twenty minutes. I don't know what I'm saying. Like it's if it's twenty minutes, that's fine. But it was, you know, yeah, twenty minutes is excessive. It, yeah, it's excessive for you. Yeah, it's, but what I was really doing, and I got the idea for Jess, um, was I was like, man, I want my levels character like Clint. I'm jealous of Clint because he he said his low level characters he just like had all this really cool legendary stuff. So I'm gonna hop around and do this the legendary miners with my i'm gonna you know start a brand new character and just do it that way so i was trying to um kill as many mole miners as i could between levels you know one and five and they don't let you leave the vault you know before level two so between levels two and five just so i could start getting stuff i got a two-shot explosive um uh, pump action shotgun and i was like holy fuck (laughs) level i could use it right out of the vault i'm like this is great this is yeah Yep. And the you know, a couple pieces of armor that are okay, but I'm I'm thinking that's going to be my main objective when Meat Week, Foshnacht, uh, oh, yeah. Mole Miners, the any of those type events. I'm going to start doing it with my low level characters, not my high level characters, so I can harvest a really good set of stuff for my level up character because that shotgun just fucking rips through things. And I got an yeah, inst- I got an instigating fire axe, and then I gave it to my high level character, and you like put on the spikes and souped it all up and gave it back to the low level character. And damn, the weapons are fucking awesome. Yeah, it's the way to do it. I saw a mole miner this week. It was dead. <laughs> Wait, did you? Okay, you know what, Lee? Let's get to your gameplay. If Ray's done, uh, mole miners—they were a big thing last weekend. Uh, people didn't see as many of them as they expected. Yeah. Uh, was that your experience? I don't remember last weekend. 
Oh God! Whoa! <laughs> Party time at least. Ooh, that kind of weekend. <laughs> no, we we bought a car recently, and it, you know, figuring that out took up some time. Oh yeah, but, God, I hate buying stuff. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it has its moments. Um, yeah, I I play a little bit in the morning before I go to work, but yeah, again, like <clears throat> Andrew was saying, a lot of it was just trying to get uh, some of the daily stuff done and. Uh, of course, thanks to my, my good friend introducing me to Xbox, um, I'm kind of torn between, okay, do I want to get ranks leveled up on PC or Xbox? And, you know, I think indeci- most people get there. It's a terrible thing. I think most people <laughs> usually prioritize their main console. You know, you'd be PC, of course. So yeah. you should do that one first. And if you have time, you then go on to Xbox. You know what I mean? I think that's how most people do it, right? could be <laughs> i'm just saying you know you don't gotta go with do you find a controller okay do you ever play do you, uh, ray just hates playing on console because of the controller do you uh do you have problems with the controller you have you able to hop on i don't have too much trouble going back and forth um and uh the you know you only get so many buttons on a controller and so mm-hmm. sometimes it's like oh, dang i can't remember which button it is for this on the pc you know, so I go back and forth. <laughs> and what about yeah. what about those crazy people like Sarah Saylor who play PC with a fucking Xbox controller? <laughs> yeah. I, way I to don't do see it. how she does it. Oh, I think that's awesome. That's the <laughs> way I would do it. I've got more buttons on my mouse than is on a controller. <laughs> Plus, I have a whole keyboard. I don't know. Have you seen Jerry's control? He's got one of those super controllers. This, I, I don't think you. I don't think there's space on it that isn't buttons. <laughs> Yeah, the only problem with that controller is it's corded. It's not wireless, but that's oh, fine no. on a PC. When I when I use the controller on PC, which I always do, uh, it's wired, so I get it. That's uh, that's so awesome that you do that. Do you ever have? Do you play seventy six without a controller ever? Do you do keyboard commands, Jess? Oh, I try to avoid it as much as possible. Nice. Uh, but some things you have to, like say you want to add someone to your friends list. You know, you you use your triggers to get down there, but then you've got to actually type it in on the keyboard. I always forget. So I'm like, come on, where's my pop-up keyboard? Like on Xbox. But your social, I have to go and... yeah, your social menu is all weird, right? On yeah. PC. Like, yeah. Do you get any lag with the wireless controller? No, no, not yeah. at all. But I've, I tend to play wired on PC anyway. Yeah, on the on the PC, I found I was with you know wireless keyboard and mouse. I was getting some lag. And, um, well, oh. I figured that, the that protocols on those are a little bit different. You know what I mean? Like, there mm. may not be optimized for gameplay when you're looking at wireless keyboard and mouse in a way. Yeah, it could have been. It was just what I had at the time. But I, I went to wired and, it's, and it went away. So it's wow. Cool. Hey, does One, that happen on console, Jess? Pardon? Does that happen on console, too? It was like, is... Would oh, I there have, can be some... There would can I have, be lag. Lag is a thing, yeah. Would I have better luck if I wired the goddamn thing in? Uh you know, most likely not. I mean, a regular controller doesn't have much lag at all these days okay. with the protocol, but it used to happen more in the old days. And I mean, your TV refresh rate has more to do with your lag than your controller at this point, responsiveness and stuff. I, I am on my plasma from about, you know, 16 years ago. So yeah, it doesn't make you a better player. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do want to say that every time I'm in a group uh, with PC players in 76, at least one out of the however many I'm with ha- are, is also playing on computer including primary PC players. A lot of people find things like 76 that are designed with a controller in mind to be easier on controller. Wow. Mm. That's awesome. 
Mm. And of course, I did some uh, Fallout Four, trying to catch up and oh, yeah. failing at that. So anything uh, <laughs> non-quest related? You sent us some feedback, so we'll we'll definitely uh, get into that here in a minute. But uh, anything non-quest related that happened in Fallout Four? Did you buy a new car? Uh, buy a new car in Fallout Four? Buy Corvega? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to. Um, they are cool. I did. Uh, <laughs> uh, I did get my. Um, Minutemen settlements to the point where I could uh, do the 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 guys that go between settlements with your stuff. <laughs> Pro- <laughs> the word. I want to say yeah, purve- provisioners. I want to say purveyor, but I know that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just hired some old miners to carry stuff back and forth. Oh, that'd be great! Someone make that mod. Yeah, there you go, Ray. <laughs> Put a flag on it, Ray. There you go. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, I'll dress them all in uh, Fallout Feed t-shirts. In uh, uh, Skyrimatic Sky- wizard robes, please. <laughs> that was was that you? That was Marcus. That was Marcus. Sorry. That was Marcus. Yep. Yeah, I, I sent him all the models, and and we just kind of died there at that point. It was a grand yeah, plan. Yeah, wizard robes with the uh, with the. Uh, power armor helmet on the back <laughs> oh, very cool but yeah that, that's about it i though i did pick up uh one old game on the uh on the xbox this week that's uh one called destroy all humans oh sweet no that's kind of that. that's kind of fun what is that uh it's you're you're this alien invading the earth and uh so you run around kill animals and people and blow up houses and all that stuff. Cause you can both be on the ground and flying around in your little, your little spaceship. Nice. And, uh, you get, you get missions from this guy who's uh, basically a hologram who, uh, and your character is really snarky and, you know, complains at the boss about the fact he's one down here doing all the work and <laughs> the boss is taking all the credit, of course. So, uh, it's uh it's pretty funny actually the uh because they did the uh the main character is kind of a uh sam spade smart ass type character so and there's like three or four of those games it turned out i had i had it on the wii too but that was like the third game that uh the subtitles uh big willie unleashed <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah in my area, it was a Frisch's Big Boy, you know, the, the big boy restaurants from the 70s yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, each of, the, uh, each of those games, the first one was set in the 50s, and the second one in the 60s, and the third one in the 70s. And that was when they had the Frisch's Big Boy stuff. I've heard it called, it was called something else, other places than Frisch's. Yeah, um, I forget what our Big Boy is called, but I know Frisch's is the most popular one, but ours was called something else too. Yeah, I know what you mean. I forget what it was though. Bob's Big Boy, yeah. There's yeah, Bob's and Frisch's. And there's there's a few different names to the franchises. That's about it for this week for Very me. Very cool, uh, Lee. Um, just to celebrate uh, you being on the show, I did contact my good buddies over there at uh, Tenacious D and asked them to whip up a quick uh, song for you. Uh, so, um, f- my good friends over here at Tenacious D uh, s- uh, submitted this song. Uh, for Lee this week. Lee, 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 Lee,
Guys, for sending in that song. That's uh, that's the song Lee from Tenacious D. That was I so nice to, of them to do that for you. Yeah, they're really nice fellas. Yeah, I had an aunt who, uh, when I was little, she would call me Lily, oh. and um, she did that until I was taller than her. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to break a habit. That's pretty funny. Thank you. <laughs> I'd never heard that before. Lee. <laughs> So anytime you submit, we're going to just start dropping Lee all over the place. Part, part of that was uh, I got down on bended knee and proposed to Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skinny yeah, dip it, skinny dipping in I a did, sea of Lee. No, I did, I did that once. Skinny yeah, dipped in a sea of Lee. No, I proposed to Lee. Oh, uh, you had a oh. wife. What was your first yeah, name? It was Lee. Decent. As <laughs> <laughs> my my ex wife is her name was Lee. There you go. This, uh, so maybe Clint is a secret member of Tenacious D. Mm, could be. Skinny dipping in a sea of Me and Jack. Yeah. No yeah, doubt. Absolutely. Oh, that's another band. I yeah, know, not no doubt. Tenacious <laughs> D, man. <laughs> <laughs> Stupendous. Hey, uh, Clint, did you have any mm. non uh, Fallout 4 Quest stuff? Only if you prom- promise not to play my song. Oh, Clint, I brought <laughs> you your song too, yeah. Uh, um, uh, yeah. Uh, four, I haven't done a great deal, but I, I did do a bit of um, just running around settlement building, um, you know, with another character, not not the uh, the round table ones, because the the next um, quest I have to do doesn't take long. I mean, it's difficult, but it, there's not much to it. So they're sort of on hold a bit. <clears throat> so I got the idea of, uh, you know, I've, I've left um, left the people in the museum. Um, and just running around, not not playing the main quest at all. But uh, and I've got nearly every settlement. I've found there's two that I haven't got. Um, Croup Manor. For some reason, I killed everything. All the downstairs, underneath people, the green thing upstairs, the whole lot, and it won't let me take over the the workstation. And the other one. Um, What's the name of the one with the fella down the uh, starts with a W down the bottom right corner built on a sewage? Oh, <clears throat> yeah, Watson or Western <laughs> or something like that. Uh, anyway, you, without being part of the uh, the Minutemen, you don't get that one. You, he just chats to you, tells you all about himself, and says, "You know, nice to see you. Do drop again, opting again someday," and you can't take it. Is it Warrington? I don't know why I'm having a mind. Warwick. 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 Thank you. Warwick. 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 Warwick.
<clears throat> you can go there to get yeah. your palms read, get your get your star charts read. Dion Warwick's there for your every, all your psychic <laughs> needs. Actually, yes. I thought it was more Warwick Davis. You go down there, he's all like Daikini. Will, yeah, Willow's there for your mm-hmm. needs too. It's it's all Warwicks are invited. <laughs> so yeah, I went there and tried that twice, and it didn't work. You know, I even saved them once because if you if you if you sit in there and pot shot at the big ship. Um, they'll eventually come down and attack. Oh, nice! I didn't uh, think about yeah. that. So I did that for a little while, and uh, they came down, but I <laughs> accidentally shot one of the locals. So, oh no! So they all turned against me. Had to reload. Get them, boys! Did you do this because Jess was talking about getting those bobbleheads? No, not for the bobbleheads as such. I hadn't worried about them too much. Because I also went down there. I got both of the bobbleheads down there because Jess was talking about it the other day. Is <laughs> that job. on the show? Yeah, I was on the show. You were talking about that, but I was like, "Yeah, I need to go. I need to go get those too. Both of those are fairly easy to get. You don't even really have to fight the Meyer alerts. You can just hop on the boat and grab the the luck. Is it luck? Whatever that one is, and then um, mm-hmm. agility, right on the boat. That one's harder to get up to. But if you're smart like Clinton, draw them out. Shoot, that makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, no, you gave me the idea, actually, Andrew. I, um, I, all of them, when I made a, a provisioner, mm-hmm. sent them to Taffington Boathouse. So there's no no lines of going from one to the next. They all go to Taffington. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got all but two settlements. And so you go to Taffington, yes. and it's just a mess. It's, yeah. Oh, oh God. my it's God. A, I can imagine. Brahmins everywhere. There's so much, cow, just so much cow shit. It's knee-deep in cow shit everywhere. So many Brahmins are just, like, flopping out all. It's gross. You don't go to yeah. Taffington. Yeah, it's good fun. And here you so wanted all war weeks all the way down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're trying to. They'll be taking over from Warwick's. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's the yeah. That should be the way you, you plop all the flop is down there at <laughs> Warwick's. Grow good roses in yeah. In Kowtung, yeah. The, the, the best, the most fertile soil in all the wasteland. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. You know, just playing around with that one, having having a bit of fun without following the main quests. So, um, and playing seventy six, of course, the dailies um, back on that and. Um, of baby number sixteen, I've started up. Um, baby, I because, love that. Yeah, yeah, because playing under twenty, like you say, with with decent weapons is uh, is good fun. Um, I, I, but I'm finding I, I I'm actually having the trouble where I'm like kind of getting into the character, and then I'm like being like. Oh shit! I'm about to level up. I need to log out real quick. Like, oh, uh, quit playing. Stop this character. You know, I'm having the I'm having the trouble of wanting to play that character more now. You know what I mean? Just because you know, my, you in the yeah. in the under ten section. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's levels like, one through ten are is gone in a blink of an eye. Yeah, it slows down a bit between ten and twenty, so you you get to know them, and then you kill them off. Do you? I invest all my number. my points in intelligence and a couple in strength just so I can get some you know more axe power, but. I, I'm just doing everything in intelligence. What do you do with your with your levels character, your baby character? Actually, not much because the first the the few um, cards that you get to start with are pretty terrible. You know, the, um, yeah, I get the action that, boy. Yeah. I make sure to get the action boy. I get the um, yeah, and you get the the um, what's the sword play one? You know the. Got, um, yeah, the one-handed one. F- one. Yeah. one for melee, which I don't. What's it called? You know, don't Fuck. do much because I got good. Gar- guardian, not guardian. I don't know. Yep, gladiator. Gladiator. Yeah. There you go. Gladiator. Yeah, and then the the um, 
the perception one is where you you can select parts of the body to shoot. Yeah, I still didn't get that. Yeah, I, I haven't. I still don't have a card for perception because I don't care about the plants really. Because I'm just you know I'm not cooking anything since food isn't an op uh, you know an object anymore. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. So I don't. Yeah. I think the last one I got to level ten. So, oh, I better do something about perk cards. <laughs> Went back. And, uh, yeah, so it's not a big concern of yours. Okay. <clears throat> no, it's not at all. So, so, so it's just it's you know it's an easy game to play. This it's not really challenging yeah. if if people like a challenge out of their games. Well, and maybe th- playing under twenty isn't the way for them. But um, for just a relaxation time, get on the computer and uh, and you know have an enjoyable time without too much stress which I like, um, you know, playing under 20 with a, a high-level character supplying what you need mm-hmm. um, works for me. Yeah. And at low level, it's not all combat all the time, like higher level tends to be. <clears throat> yeah. Or well, combats are quicker. <laughs> Do you bother with camps and stuff? I've found that I have scrapped the last two characters and I didn't even set up a, a camp for them. I'm I'm, yeah, use, I'm using my 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 tent, my survival tent, but not the not an actual camp. Yeah, I do it for the building fun. I I put a building up near Tyler County, um, and you know build a fairly simple little camp there, um, and uh, and you know run out of there because you know part of it is just I go down into the fairgrounds and and run around that, then go and take Tyler County, yeah, um, and and do the the defense of Tyler Candy and it's just about done for the <clears throat> for the dailies. I'm um, I'm having a, a, a bitter I'm I'm just mad at build mode. I'm sorry, I'm bitter right now. Well I've actually done the my two um characters that are over three hundred, I've 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 done their second building <clears throat> you know, second camps um, yeah. in the last couple of days. I haven't deployed a second camp yet. I hate build mode right now because they <laughs> fuck they ruined my blueprints. I'm still upset about that. Yeah. And then, um, um, uh, I almost called him Casey, not Casey. Um, I don't even care. Who's I don't even care? Chris. He um, said <laughs> um, he made new blueprints and they still didn't work. He's still getting the floating bug. Did you correct that, Jess? Weren't you working on that that issue with, with Chris the other night? Oh, talking about the blueprint the, the issue? Blue, the blueprint floating issue yeah I, I none of mine worked and he said i was like okay i, I was gonna remake mine and then chris said oh i'm remaking mine tonight and then uh, i saw you guys sort of conversing about it and i was gonna we, we met up it. yeah it was a it was a late night early morning experimentation where we uh jumped in around 3 a.m and we were on for like two hours trying different things what plans worked what didn't because i'd already gone through and found most of mine worked although some were a little bit more touchy mm. than they had been uh, and that has been the case for the last couple months that blueprints have been touchier is it the the, um, the amount in the blueprint? It's not the amount in a lot of cases, which is surprising, but some of my larger blueprints place just fine. What we found is that a one square blueprint is fine. Uh, and generally speaking, a home blueprint or something that has solid foundations with walls and roofs and even some things inside tends to be fine. But most of our two foundation, uh, two or three foundations or more uh, that didn't have walls and roof, like a full structure, those were having difficulties. So for instance, we could build a one foundation that would place and you could put a bed, crafting, stove, stash box, all on that one foundation and blueprint it, it would place no problem every time. You add a second foundation to it with nothing else on it. So now it's two foundations with the stuff on one and it won't place. 
what's happening in the alignment system. When you try to place this down, it, for some reason it's detecting the items on the foundation and trying to snap it into the ground and then saying everything's floating. So very weird. But as soon as you take that same thing and you put walls and a roof on it or walls of a stairs and a roof, it's placing a lot of the time. So I haven't figured out exactly what the cause is, but yeah, uh, long story short, you don't want to do uh, more than one foundation on a plan unless it's a soft full structure. Do you float in water? Right now. <laughs> and it's funny because I thought that was part of my problem when I first saw it because where I build my camp actually a lot of the ground detects as water because there's an underground lake like there's I'm on the edge of a lake but the water extends way under it I, so I it thinks it. things are in water a lot my, yeah my okay here's my thing I have a one one foundation um piece but I have those concrete stairs coming down the side of it, so I don't know if that counts as like the extra thing that is making the floating issue. You know what I mean? But all it is, it's just a one foundation with my Santatron and two turrets and a scrap box. That's all it is. It's a very simple one. That should place fine over and over again according to our testing. No, it doesn't. Now, it stairs. Doesn't. You, you never want stairs on a foundation when you do that. That that's always been a no no for the last year or two. Really, it always placed one hundred percent fine. Never had an issue with it until this update. And now now nothing yep. with it. And I was like, I okay, the others the others are big, the others are big. So I understand this. You know, you know, bigger. But but mm. this one, it's a one piece. This one is nothing is floating. What the fuck? Come on. Yes, structure structure seems okay. But as soon as you mix structure and objects, especially if it's not. Larger. I might have a Christmas wreath on the foundation. Oh, that could be a real Mm. issue too. Especially with trying to sink that into the ground, the other things to make. I might have decorated it a little bit. That could be an issue. Yeah, if that's on the side of the foundation, that could cause major trouble. But that was never before this update. They broke the feng shui. So weird. They did. They broke. (laughs) They broke my Christmas spirit. So hopefully some of this, uh, you know, reverts again. They did fix the majority of the building issues that they had introduced. building complications that Uh they had introduced uh, back with the Steel Dawn patch. But there are still some things that are touchy. Uh, The half defensive rails aren't right. These blueprint issues exist. Uh, Poles can't place the same. You can't do as many cool things with them. So there's still issues. Uh, Hopefully, next patch, maybe some things will be a little bit better. But I don't know. We might have to live with this and, and revisit the way we use blueprints. Tragic what they did to those poles. It is so tragic. It's better now, and I've got a workaround for some of it, but it'll never be the same unless they, you know, <laughs> change it back. They won't. Sons of bitches. Well, okay. Without going down this Sons building rabbit hole guns. too far, uh-oh, uh-oh. on the PTS, before Locked and Loaded rolled out, some of the things that we used to be able to do with polls <gasps> were still active. Oh. So the test version that was being tested had better functionality than the one that rolled out when it comes to building in a couple of areas. Interesting. Yeah, why the actual build that rolled out was different, I have no idea. But that's a little frustrating. Really weird, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Clint. Anything so else? That was my gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Digression there. No, no, I've just um, blueprinted a like a two by four, um, just just the foundations, nothing else, and that I can settle that anywhere. Two by um, four. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I, I just, to line up the house so that I don't get it in the wrong place. And the rest of it, you know, on a two-by-four, just throw walls all around and, uh-huh. and, and, a, and a roof on. It's, it's a very simple house. And, uh, and I put a, uh, one of those little sheds next to it um, 
to, to put the workbenches in. And that's basically it. Um, four, four of the little blue uh, generators on the roof of the shed because mm-hmm. um, they're nice and quiet. And that's enough to, to run, you know, for um, uh, laser turrets. And, and, um, Do you have to learn generators? You get you get the basic small generator when you <coughs> open up camps for the first time, right? Like you don't have to learn that stuff. The, don't, don't you get a bunch the of the silent knowledge? generators? Where do we get them from? I forget now. That that, that was an atomic shop thing, right? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I have those little yeah. blue ones. They're really cute. The stackable ones. <clears throat> those are awesome. Yep, yep. And they're quiet, and you can throw up as many as you like, sort of thing, and put them all together. So. Yeah, I like them. So you don't need 150 or 200 or you know whatever yeah. the big one is. You have you have a, a a couple of blueprints set up with camp <coughs> items that are with stuff that you you can make at low levels and you just reuse them. No, with, not with no. Them. The only thing I blueprint is the is the two by four foundation. Oh, just the foundation. Okay. House, yeah, because I tried it with the full house and yeah, it didn't work. So right, uh, and the two by four place is fine now. For whatever yep. reason, if there's no stuff on it, but the second yeah. you put a stove or a bed on there, boom. One of mine has a bed. That's the, that like one. That. Yeah. I don't use many blueprints, but one of them does have a bed on it. Huh. Yeah. yeah. So I, I probably spend about an hour, maybe two of, of you know, for each under twenty character. Um, in building yeah. that, you know, I'm level two when I do it. I did it mm. this morning, Lee was there. Do you have a and, spot that you um, always build for each character or do you change it up? A witch, sorry. I said, do you have a spot that you hit with each uh, baby, or do you do you change it up for each location? No, pretty always the same at um, just near Tyler County. Yep, <clears throat> there's a little rock ledge just uh, mm-hmm. just to the west of it. Yeah, and I put it up there. It's a nice little spot. Um, bit of a slope, not too bad. And um, the uh, uh, what's the one with the dogs? Actually, today I was I was playing. I was I was putting one there for the for the large character, and I still needed one more. The, the large um, character. <laughs> well, the little three hundred, yeah. The big girls, we call them. They're hefty. Um, yeah, because Charlene's. Uh, we're all in the three hundreds now. So that's got, great. And um, yeah, anyway, I was building one there um, for her today, but I needed one more legendary to get my fifteen for the week. And so while I was building it, it kicked off in the backyard. The um, what's it called with the dogs? Leader of the pack. Leader of the pack. Yeah, vroom, vroom. yeah it kicked off, and I said, "Oh, it's yeah," because Melanie blasts through my speakers. And yeah, uh, she's oh, loud. I wonder how far away that is. And I had a look. Oh, yeah, it's seven. Oh, okay. <laughs> Turn around; it's behind you. Yeah. <laughs> and I got me uh, the last one that just you know, pulled out the gun, shot it. That was it easy when, when i have the get the 15 legendaries and i need to do it all in one evening that's what i do i go to i put my survival camp not like at the the tyler county the, the speedway but um where the, 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 the one or two wolf you know they're just up the hill on either side of the road there so you plot my yeah. i plot my survival tent down like like right there either on one of the spots where either of them pop or like in between the two and then i just like server hop and hop and hop and hop until i hit that event and then i go kill all three and then hop and hop and hop and then go kill all three and then like you know hop a few times mm-hmm. you can get 15 legendaries pretty quickly yeah and i don't bother hopping on you know yeah because if you hang around there it'll uh, it'll pop it does pop pretty frequently yeah. yeah at least once an hour 
Yeah, that's not take... gaming. That's meta gaming. <laughs> <laughs> Server hopping is yeah. Uh, I need Let's to get the legendaries. Well, it's it's meeting the challenge. It's a challenge, and they give me a challenge, and I'm finding a solution. Hmm. It's a legitimate game mechanic, I suppose. <laughs> I think it's called gaming the system. Gaming the game. Yeah. Do you ever play anything besides Fallout, Clint? Um, yeah, apart from Solitaire um, and things like that, yeah. Because, um, uh, you know, we listen to other podcasts together. So while, while they're, you know, just a podcast, I'll sit in front of the computer and play Solitaire because I, I need, need something you don't have to think about mm-hmm. uh, too much. Because um, uh, for that, you do have to think a bit. And things attack you from behind and what have you. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, no, apart from that, not really. No, there's no other, you know, of the larger um, involved type video games like Fallout. You never played Mass Effect? Never, no. Can you start that on three? Is, would, would that work? On, Can you start with who, the third game, you're saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would recommend starting on the second game if you're going to just play one, because out of the three of them, most people agree the second game is the masterpiece, but you could mm-hmm. just start on three. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. People say that about Oblivion. Be careful. <laughs> I mean, they're not <laughs> wrong, but in, in this case, it, it it is a little bit newer of a game with, the, with yeah. the remaster. It's still an older game, but but yeah, you can start with any one of them. They're, from the load menu, they're individually launchable. Okay, From what nice. I heard, I couldn't play last night, as, as we discovered. <laughs> it was it was just a thought. I probably won't. Yeah, you'll be at home. I think it's third person. I thought uh, one of the yeah. really cool things was you get to carry your character data from one to two you to do. three. All the way through. So yep. don't you want to start at one just to get it you know, all the way through and have the the same character? Yeah, the whole and, story. Yeah, yeah, get the... the, the that'd be fun. A lot more that's to a, it that, that way. seems really oh. fun, yeah. It's the best game. I... Uh, <laughs> we will see <laughs> next week we'll get together we'll see how much i actually got a chance to play you know i got to create my character character creation alone will probably be on my free time this weekend so you know <laughs> wow. seems like an important game in your uh gaming history it yeah it really really is my favorite sci-fi game ever did it hit uh, about middle school age when was the first one dropped oh no, High no, the first one came out in 2007. Oh, so that, that recently. I, yeah. thought, I thought it was, I had no idea. No, it's, a, yeah. it's High a school 360 series. High school for Ray. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. Maybe high school. Hmm. PTA conference, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, it wouldn't even be high school for the youngest. <laughs> Not mine either. All right, well, they're getting a Fallout TV show, or, or is that still happening? Is Have there been Mass Effect um, movies or shows or anything like that? Comic books? There, there, uh, yeah, there have been books for Mass Effect, uh, and also one anime-style movie uh, that was done as a kind of in-between the second and third uh, games. But yeah, no, it's super important. And by the way, I say favorite sci-fi. I don't really think of Fallout as sci-fi. Is that weird? Do, is it? Is it weird that I kind of separate post-apocalyptic from sci-fi there? I th- like talking yeah. space. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's within the subgenre. You know, it's a sh- it's- subgenre of sci-fi, but it's not specifically only science fiction. You know what I mean? There's a lot of fa- yeah. There's a lot of fantasy aspect to to Fallout. You know what I mean? But there's- Fallout is definitely sci-fi. So Fallout is my favorite sci-fi game, but yeah. Mass Effect is my favorite space game. <laughs> oh, retro oh, it's, it's space. Okay, yeah. 
You said spaceships and stuff too, right? The third one's like a floating city or something. I thought that looked neat. Yeah. I I don't know. I I don't know if I'll ever get around to it, but I've almost purchased that three game pack like a billion times at my at my my used game store. It's so worth it, but it is way more of a shooter than most of the games you play. Yeah, yeah. And it's a first person, you said? Or it is a third person option? No, third person. It's third person only. And that's why Ray yep. was having trouble with it. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, it's an action RPG. The first one is an RPG as yeah. RPG still, but it is a shooter game uh, with a cover system, older controls. It's, it's closer to Gears than it is to Fallout in a way. Did you say you know? Archie be a role role player game still like as in? That... Yeah, I mean it's very much an RPG. Oh, it, like it is. It is. Oh, okay. Never mind. I, yes. I, th- I thought that was a, a term I'd heard. Okay. No. Yeah, awesome. and your choices definitely have a much bigger impact on you know future events than than Fallout does. If you, yeah. if you don't play the early games, can you like uh, build your character and do they ask you the important questions that you would have made had you played the earlier games or something? Like, is there some way to some compensate them. for that? Some of them. I mean, there are, you know, hundreds of decisions that could be carried across games. There are some important points uh, that they do hit you up with. So there's a comic and kind of a... Uh, a ramp in on the second game from the first where you can choose your major decisions and there might be six or eight there but the truth is there are so many little decisions that you would miss a lot still of the personalization mm-hmm. cool so if i want to start i have to go back to game one and go from there eh? or two or most one. most people will tell you that two is the best and a lot of people will start with two but one is the one they did the most work on to kind of bring up to more modern standards. Is, is three really the best because it performs the best and, and people just don't like it because most people started with one or two and they degrade on three, but three is actually really the best. When it comes to story and stuff, that would be true, but people also dislike three because it ended. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? When you really love something, the game or story <laughs> or book where it ends is never your favorite. So uh, <laughs> when are they going to end Fallout? What's going to be the last Fallout game? Fallout 122. Well, how could they, how could they end the series? Like Mass Effect had a definite cap at the end. How could they end Fallout? What would be the what would be the the the, the culminating event that would kill this universe? If they jump from four to seventy six, well, the next one could be one to twenty two. Then yeah. no, <laughs> yeah, I think Star Death might be the uh, the thing that ends it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if the if the sun explodes, you know. Well, okay, I would tend right. to kill it, off stuff. What if happens in Starfield? We have the option of destroying the Earth that your Fallout characters on. Boom! There, you killed Fallout. There you go. Yep. Or maybe they already did. Yeah, these Star are all Death. the same What's universe. That anyway. That? Anyway. Well, maybe they already will, seeing as it's past tense in the future. Is that oh, like just, another five billion years in the future? Like, how long is the sun estimated to last? Do we know? Yeah, another uh, four billion, apparently. Yeah. Okay. We'll last that long, don't worry. Well, that's how long it lasts, but apparently before then it will expand in size to, oh, it'll to envelop engulf us, yeah. the Earth, yeah, out as far as Mars, apparently, yeah. Oh, wow. So it's not, not a good idea to be around then. It'll be cooler. We'll be on Pluto but, by then. It'll be but great. But still on fire, yeah. We'll have time to take a slow boat by then. Hmm. Be somewhere else. Well, who knows? That might just burn off all of the the hydrogen on Jupiter, so it might become habit- habitable. 
Hey, there you go. <laughs> There's a thought. Yeah. It'll create, no. <laughs> that, yeah. It'll create like the a, moon a, of a pneumonia-based atmosphere that. or something. That'd be that great. Yeah. Or, or it'll just become the other star, you know, and the solar system will be here, but it'll be too hot, too. Yeah, but that's a story that's, that's been so, done. Do you know how yeah. cute the sunsets <laughs> are? That would be neat. Come on. Yeah. Wonderful sunsets, you guys. <laughs> so, all, the, all these worlds are yours, Savio. Attempt no landing there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Andrew, do you have a uh, gameplay you want to get into, or should we start with our feedback? Uh, I think I, I kind of tossed mine in. Mine was re- the the mole miners really getting the um the armor for the mole miners. What I spent a lot of my time on, and I I got you know a couple mole miner things. You know, I got the I got a Grafton monster mask on my main character and on my levels character. I got um the full um dragon hunter outfit and hat on both characters too. Got both of those really easily. Um, and then, you know, I just a couple one-star weapons here and there that were worth hanging on to, but you know, nothing great from the mole miners, but yeah, again, I was concentrating on uh, doing stuff for the, the low level character. Uh, once, you know, uh, once I realized that it was the last night and I was like, Oh shit, I should have been doing this the whole three nights. That's, that's what I really should have been doing this whole time is all, all on my low level character. Why didn't I think of that? And I don't know. For some reason, Clint's low level character popped in my head and I was like, he's got nice stuff and I'd like to have nice, <laughs> I'd like to have nice stuff too. I wonder how he got nice stuff. Well, Hmm. I'm going to take my level 300 character and kill this thing and get yet another legendary that I'm just going to throw away. Hey, wait a second. What if I got this with my low level character? Ding, ding, ding. God, I should have been doing this the whole fuck. You know, it's just like the, you know, Andrew being stupid in his head. It's just like it's oh, way th- more valuable when you're lower level. This is how he's oh. been doing it, Andrew. Hello, I think he's even mentioned this. <laughs> I think he's mentioned this on the show before. You should have been doing this the whole goddamn time. What are you doing? Yeah, the high level character gives all of the legendaries to the low level character, and they cash them in. Yeah, that's the way. Now that's even smarter. I wasn't even thinking about that too. Yeah, all all your all the ones that you just want to turn in. Yeah, that's smart too. Oh, I, I got the uh, strongman outfit, um, which I haven't had before yep. from the uh, mole miners. I got that on the weekend. main, but not the levels. Yeah, I got the strongman. It's fun. Hmm. I got a solid 50% of the plants. Uh, so I got a lot of good drops on the mole miners that I did both on PC and Xbox. Yeah. I'm feeling, feeling pretty blessed. Yeah, I got a number awesome. of the new items. The only ones I didn't get were the star balloons that I really wanted. You get to the and arch? The arch thing? I did get the balloon arch. Yeah, oh, the popcorn so arch. So fun! Can you build it in other people's camp? I might have to have you come build that. I haven't tried that yet. Uh, you know, it's not exactly the most attractive arch in the world. I but heard, <laughs> I heard people were disappointed on it. It's just like sort of a wire arch, and then like two or three balloons on it, like really, yeah, really sparsely. It, it was out. fine for what it was. It totally fits the Fallout vibe. You know, it's an old popcorn balloon arch. I, yeah. I, I like the vibe of it, and you can dress yeah. it up with items if you want. I was gonna say, can you attach oh. other stuff to it? Other yep. wall decor? Then you're fine. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Put flowers and shit how on long the, How long is the balloon arch going to last in an apocalyptic war? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> well, you know, the, the, the balloons, resilient. when you pop the balloons, the strings stay vertical. So it's weird. What? What's going on there? <laughs> Whatever you do, don't blueprint it. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, I wonder what, what you can combine what, uh, that with. That would make my game erase itself, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Blueprints, I can't, I can't do anymore. All right, um, we got lots of feedback and stuff to get to. Was there anything you wanted to hop into before we started listening to the feedback? I say we jump right in. I did want to quickly address a comment from Sulior, and I think we should queue up Sulior's uh, okay. feedback first All right, as good. well. But Sulior in chat mentioned every time I came across a mole miner, it was already dead. And that was an experience a lot of people had. Now, mm-hmm. for those who haven't heard or, or 
weren't keeping up with the news there. Bethesda did admit that with the spawn issues uh -oh. after the current update and the way things were going, they will try to make it up to us and bring back mole miners sooner than they had originally planned. Uh, to kind of make it up and give people a chance that those new plans were eager for it. That being said, one of the reasons why people got tired of the mole miners coming back again and again and again is because, well, they already got everything. So, you know, you'll have another chance. But they acknowledged that they were not the spawn rates all weekend were not great with the event. And also other creatures in the wasteland, West Tech and everything else while the mole miner event was active. That's only on the yeah. public servers, though, wasn't it? If you had the more so, yeah. more so. I mean, he, for that first private server, I never had a problem. Yeah, I, That's the I didn't either. I didn't either. Uh, I heard some people said that they were still having troubles with spawns at West Tech and my, elsewhere when they were trying to. My experience XP, was but. perfect. I didn't miss any. I had a hundred million mole miners everywhere I went. It was a hundred great, like really good experience last weekend. Hmm. On Fallout first. Oh, God. Um, the, Are you being sarcastic? Yes, Andrew? I. It sounds very facetious. For like <laughs> for like two hours, I was just like, I don't know why I didn't think to hop servers earlier, but it must have been an old server. I don't know what. I get. I'm glad that other people are reporting this issue too. But it was just like I, every fucking places I went, they were dead sitting there on the ground. I was like this is really mm. odd because I know the refresh rate is super fast. Like it, I, I except have, it wasn't. I have killed them before at previous events. And then, like, been middling around in the pit boy, and then, you know, like, sitting there, did get on my phone, clicked it, and then they've respawned again, you know, like within 15, 20, you know, just me messing around. It used to be, like, so quick. So I just thought, oh, it's odd. I wonder why they're so dead. Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I finally hopped servers and had a lot better luck, but I don't know why it never struck me to go to a private server, dummy. I didn't do that until, you know, the second night when Jerry was like, Hey, I'll help you. And then, so Jerry and I hopped around together. Jerry helped me a lot. I think we went on public server even, and, and we had a lot better luck, but then on the last night, yeah, I was just doing private servers by myself with the low level character. And then I hopped on, I think you had a private server going. So I hopped on yep. yours too, but yeah. So yeah, yep. it was just, just that. I had pretty good luck, but it was definitely more private than public for me as well. Terrible. The first night though, I, I didn't see one, not one. The first night I went hours, I was hopping not once. It was, it was horrible. Yeah. So uh, what was um, Cellular's comment before we hop on? Oh, just that every time he came across a mole miner, oh, they were already dead. dead. Okay. That was his experience. That, that was, yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's Hello, fellow Wastelanders, Eric. Yeah. Sorry, Clint. He's just saying he's not a first member, so he doesn't have our luxury. Oh, of the um, private server. He doesn't, doesn't have do that. private servers. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I let the subscription go again, but I think it's just because of the scrap box in the tent. I I went on the private server all of eight times probably this past year, you know? Just never used it very much. It's all about that fucking scrap box, man. Mm. Alright, yep. let's let's check in with uh your feedback, Sulior. Hello, fellow wastelanders, Eric aka Sulior here, and I am here to talk about Quest eleven institutionalized. Now my character Vargas left that uh, last time we left off she was in the Institute so spent some time going around talking to all the doctors after speaking with father now I, I got a question for you guys so with McCready he does kind of talk about his time with little lamplight now does dr. Lee talk about her time in rivet city or her help with james and getting the water purifier in the capital wasteland up and running 
I don't know. Um, from what I've seen, she doesn't really uh, talk about her time in the Capital Wasteland. But then again, I'm not Brotherhood. And from what I understand, you take her from the Institute if you're Brotherhood. So, yeah, that that's something I was kind of curious about. So, I did go and get Dr. Virgil's formula. So, once I was done with the Institute and got the start of the next quest, I did go and deliver that to Dr. Virgil. So I haven't yet checked on him. I think I can by now. <clears throat> but I did go around and do a couple of other things. Now, I do have a bit of a confession to make. So last episode that we were on, I talked about how I had finished the Silver Shroud quests, and uh, Kent Conley didn't make it. So I kind of spoke a bit out of turn with that. Um, yes, crucify me if you must. But okay. with my other playthroughs, I have never successfully saved him. However, I've never had a character with... The, their charisma out the wazoo like I have with Vargas. So I had kind of been avoiding finishing that quest off. Um, when I was playing it before, I was sick, so I didn't really have a lot of time to play my games, so um, I had to stop so I could you know, rest and all that good stuff. And also, I didn't really feel like I wanted to finish it. Because, again, I was assuming, based on my previous playthroughs, that I there was no way in hell I was going to be able to save him. Kids, you know what they say about assuming things? Yeah, so I went in, I cleared everybody out, and then when I got to the last guy... I was able to pass a really hard speech check and get them to attack me first, so they weren't even paying attention to Kent. So, yeah, Kent's alive. Um, again, sorry for <laughs> saying he wasn't. He is. Uh, the only other thing that I've really been working on is I am now working on Ada's quests. So, with my previous character that I was working on before the roundtable started... I was not able to do those, so I go to the place where the broadcast tells you to go to, and there were no robots, no Ada. However, with Vargas, there were. So, yeah, I did the first uh, quest where you go to uh, General Atomics, cleared that out. So, I have a question about that also. Based on the conversations that you have with Ada, it looks like robo-brains are a new thing, but they are in Fallout 76, so what is the correct, you know, lore? Like, according to canon, like, when did robo-brains first become a thing? I guess that's something I need to research for Tapes from the Waste. That actually sounds like a good episode that we could do, or at least a mini-sode. Anyway, um, yeah, I just didn't know if anybody knew that because, again, like they're in Fallout 76, which takes place a long time before the events of Fallout 4. 
So why are they acting like Robo Brains are a brand new line of robot? I don't know. Anyway, that is where I'm going to leave off right now. So I'm going to find myself a rogue synth and uh, shut it down. So anyway, see you guys in the wasteland. I am not a lore head nearly as much as you, Solior. But if I remember right, there is reference to Robo Brains in the Rich People's Hotel on Far Harbor about how they wanted to preserve themselves, so they put themselves in Robo Brains or something. God, what was it? Yeah, right? there are Robo Brains across there, the U.S. They, they were, might have they been were developed. Long, they were around before they the bombs. They might have been developed shortly before the war. I yeah, mean, I do think the bombs that they were. Drop. They've been around forever, right? Adam. Yeah. Yeah, but not as long as many robots. So, you know, Robco had been around for a long time. Mr. Handy's were ubiquitous. Robobrains were more specialized and uh, developed shortly before the war, but they were still long enough before that they were widespread, you know, in government facilities and special projects and a number of things like that. So they're just called the new kid just because they're the most recently developed, even though they're literally hundreds of years old. <laughs> I'm not sure if a Saltron was newer or Robobrain were newer, but they were both relatively later models, closer to the war i i bought is my favorite the i bought helmet is just one of, <laughs> one of my just absolute favorite things in the game it's so cute put preston in an i bought helmet mm, beauty thing of beauty and he see he had another question do you what was the other question he had in there right. i find it's good though that um with this this season that the uh, the main quest is progressing so slowly that the players are taking the time to go and do all these side quests you know, like the robot one and and the 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 silver bloke and and all that. You know, so silver, the silver bloke, whatever his name is. <laughs> you know very well what the. How dare you disrespect the shroud? Only the shadow knows. Do you do you do that quest line often? Silver shroud? No, I've only done it the once. I think. Do you, do you go out and check out Clint or not Clint? Kent, Kent and Clint, Clint and Clint. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it can be it can be very tricky to keep uh, Kent alive because mm. those those raiders are are they're fast. You know, pretty high level. I keep thinking of the wrong raiders. It's been so long since I've done that one. I, I better go uh, play that. Actually, that sounds like fun. Yep. Yeah, I'll have to do that too because I haven't. Yeah, you know, I've done it the once long time ago, and I've forgotten. How how do you get into it? I've got the costume and everything. Like I don't know that I've gone to talk to him. Though you just to Kent. he's he's in some side wing of the memory den. Where is memory he? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. But I think you can you can pick pick up the radio signal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I probably and that'll, just use that'll that. kick the quest off. Yeah, I've seen the radio signal. Oh god, I just got it. You you oh uh, you have to kill like the people in the alleys and leave a card yeah. on their corpse and shit. Mm-hmm. I just remembered what it is. There's okay, a bunch of yeah. steps along the way. It's great. Yeah. Oh, silver shroud. Yeah, so you have you, to talk you, his lingo too, don't you? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, you, the, yeah. It gives you voice options of you know, speaking as the shroud. Yep. Because the shroud, you go, oh, no. yeah, you get the, the grandiose. <laughs> but eventually you end up pissing off, uh, you know, you're you're taking out a lot of low-level low, low level, uh, criminals and you piss off mm-hmm. the, the boss. Oh, and they take notice because of all their their lackeys going missing or whatever. Yeah. So Solior's second question was yeah. about whether Dr. Lee uh, mentioned Rivet City or some of the events of three happening oh. when you meet her in four. Great question. Yep. 
And so I will listen for that when I actually uh, meet her and do the quest with her this week because I don't remember. It's been a little too long there, and I'm mm-hmm. sure she talks about her past a little bit, but I don't know how much. I mean, if they bothered mm-hmm. putting her in, you would think they would go ahead and make the connections with her dialogue, right? Especially because it's due to her work on Liberty Prime in a lot of ways that they want her. Makes perfect sense. Yep. But we'll see. That's why they want her, yeah. But I don't know that she says a great deal, but... Um, it mainly centers on that she's not very happy with the Institute. So she's quite happy to go back to the Brotherhood reluctantly, but she'll do it because the Institute's getting on a goat. So, Well, it's not like you're free to come and go that easily either once you're there. Mm. You know, it's got to be difficult. Yeah, I, so. I'm just kind of realizing that as we're digging into this the second time that you are the person who can come and go as they please. Now, everyone else is here is kind of, you know, they don't want you going out and having fun. No. Only on specific missions, maybe that's about all. Yeah, and it's and very few far between who can go. Wouldn't want to anyway. You know, a lot of them born and raised always live there, don't want to go outside and be contaminated by the, you know, impure wastelanders. Yeah. You would think they would have like an institute rad suit sort of thing situation. They they do. What, what do they use? When, when when they come and grab the baby, one of them's yep. person from the institute's wearing. Does it look cool? Full, a full suit. No, you know, can't see face or anything. It's cool. Oh, yeah, like a white astronaut rad suit. Thing. Wait, wait, isn't there something with like a three prong little nodules coming out of your face? It's like a silver closed face thing with three. Yep. Look like hose nozzles you can hook up to your face to. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I remember that now. God, that the, that thing looks cool. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm just getting into the institute. I uh was take I wonder why they didn't ask me what are you doing with all our ashtrays, dude? What <laughs> all of our I don't remember what the pieces are called. Our app our applicators. <laughs> why do you need sixty eight of those in your pocket? Why, why are you carrying all of our test tubes out of here? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, nothing. nothing. Mind your there's business. Petty about, yeah, there's nothing petty about our theft. <laughs> yeah, we're grand theft here. I'm taking everything with me. Out. This, this shit will respawn for you magically in two weeks. I don't know what you're worried about. <laughs> so, we have feedback from Will next on the docket. Will? Hey, follow feed. Will here. Um gonna try to catch up here uh since my last feedback was all about me trying to find a save after the prior feedback uh, oh, so when Remember i left that? off oh, miss carnot was in the back of a trailer near an attic I killed that death claw there picked up the eddie winter holotape in the police department and other than having to restart from natick a couple of times because i couldn't kill all the super mutants at the mass fusion disposal site without dying i made it back to egret towards marina without much incident as i got there it was well past dark and storming, but there were two settlers outside working hard, tending the crops. I was very impressed, uh, so I put them in outfits I could remember uh, so I could assign them to easier jobs later on. Clint had said on an earlier episode he always assigns a first settler to the supply lines. Uh, I always sort of make that person in my head the community leader, and then I wait around a while as I build and stuff to see who's just kind of loafing around, and that person uh, has to do the supply lines. Also, the first couple of people that come up and volunteer for work, uh, they always get the easiest assignments. About the supply lines, too, should I be putting those people in better armor? I've never had a supply line interrupted, but uh, can they die and 
break the line. I've had regular yep. settlers die from attacks before, so I've, I've always assumed I should try to armor them up if I can, even though I have no idea if it helps or not. But is it possible the supply line can be interrupted? Anyways, while I was at Eager Tours, I built an ammo factory. Uh, after all this death clause, I was completely out of everything useful. I had resorted to using different weapons I found along the way just because I had ammo for those, which is probably why I struggled at that disposal site. Uh, prior to going to the Glowing Sea, I was feeling pretty good about how much ammo I saved up, but that changed quickly, and I knew there was just no way I was continuing with the main quest until I restocked. I was a little disappointed by how little ammo I could make because apparently I didn't have a lot of fertilizer, but I made enough to at least get me up and running again. I started heading north towards the CIT ruins when I got a pop-up, uh, Grey Gardens under attack. Didn't seem too far out of the way, so I decided to go there first. I had felt bad earlier because while I was in the glowing sea, Ten Pines Bluff or something was under attack, and I was just like, sorry guys, I have my own problems. <laughs> Apparently, I've been planting way too many crops and water sources. I thought I was putting up good defenses at all the settlements since they're hard to get back to, but I didn't know about that two-to-one defense to food and water ratio like y'all had talked about on the show. Anyway, successfully defended Grey Garden and shored up their defenses. Question though, do beds matter at Grey Garden since the robots never sleep? Um, also, I can't send any of those robot workers to do supply lines. I was trying to keep that settlement all robots, and I like to have every settlement with just one person doing supply lines to keep it fair, but right now I only have one going to Great Garden and no one going out. I had thought the Automatron DLC would be the answer, but apparently those can't be assigned to supply lines either. All right, uh, sorry for getting sidetracked. Uh, Supervisor Green had two shipments of fertilizer on him, so I bought those and sent them back to Egret Tours, thinking I would. Uh I, I uh, just wanted to hop in. I always assign those robots to provisioner. Yeah. I, I can definitely, definitely assign those robots to provisioner routes. Go I've done the same. Yeah? Okay. But got mad at myself because instead I decided to walk back up to Sanctuary and see if I could find dog meat. He was actually at the Red Rocket. Hooray. While I was there, I was happy, though, to find I had stashed a whole bunch of ammo that I didn't have the carrying capacity for earlier on. So, all was well, and off to the CIT, which wasn't really where I was supposed to go. I cleared out that rotunda of all the super mutants and got a two-shot lever action drop from a legendary in there. I was super excited about that at first until I realized I'm never going to have enough ammo for it. It takes that weird 45 to 70 or whatever, which... Um, I don't know if it's found anywhere in the mainland, um, but it's not craftable through the Wasteland Workshop. Bummer. After that, I probably spent a half hour trying to figure out where the quest marker was taking me. I don't know how many times I passed the front doors to that Green Tech uh, Genetics building, not realizing that's where I was supposed to go. I think it was one of those things that the courser was moving around the interior, so the map marker kept me moving as well. At least during my searching, I cleared out that Kindle parking garage, um, and there was a bed in there, so I that was would prove very useful uh, since I would have a relatively close uh, save point. I actually didn't have too much difficulty getting up to the courser once in Green Tech. Um, at one point, I did survive a missile launcher hit, though. Um, I had been focusing on my endurance a lot, and with the solar-powered perk and the bobblehead, 
uh, my endurance is usually at 13. Pretty sure that's the only reason I was able to t survive all those death claws earlier. My damage output still isn't very good, though, because I haven't put anything towards that, but um, definitely not as squishy as I used to be. However, that courser was another situation I didn't know if I was going to be able to get past. I was so angry at myself because I was just at Sanctuary, but forgot to ask Mama Murphy about the shutdown code. Um, I died many times. <laughs> at one point, I think I shot that curse, cur courser like oh, about no. 18 times in the face with my shotgun <laughs> as Dogmeat held it in place for me. And boy. that wasn't enough. So I started setting up a series of mines to retreat behind. I would shoot him in the face a couple of times, run down the Jeez. stairs, throw a grenade or two back up, run farther down the stairs, and I could listen to him setting off my various mines along the way. I'm guessing he didn't trigger all of them. And then at the bottom hallway there, I shot up twice at him with the missile launcher I'd picked up, and none of that was enough. Um, and I died. I was about to walk all the way back to Sanctuary to get that code from Mama Murphy, but on my last effort, I just put everything I had stacked up in one doorway, which was 10 frag mines, 2 cryo mines, and 2 pulse mines, and that did the trick. Wow, Rescue Jenny, it worked. didn't want any help, so <laughs> proceeded to my nearest settlement, which was Hangman's Alley, to sleep and eat and all those things that refresh my character. Walked to Good Neighbor, where Dr. Amari set me on the Freedom Trail, which again took me forever. For some reason, I forgot the railroad was at the Old North Church, and I was looking on my map of Boston for the Museum of Freedom. Oops. Oh, so, no. the trail it was, which oh, was no. a lot harder than I remembered. <laughs> got to the Wayward and met the Duchess, or, I mean, got to the railroad and met Desdemona. <laughs> Sturgis vouches for How me, calling you. me the course seller. Um, little help might have been nice, buddy. But I reach level 40 and take the third rank of Lone Wanderer, which means I now do 25% more damage. They decode the chip, and it's back to Virgil. There's a gap in my notes there, which I'm guessing means not much happened until I get to Somerville Place, where I recognize a picture Jess took uh, that I loved of an empty swing in motion. Uh, nicely done, Jess. By the way, the folks at Somerville Place let me use their bed, even though I hadn't done their quest to have them as a settlement. Uh, so, screw you, Abernathy. On to Virgil's. This time, as I passed Crater of Adam, I found uh, the underground parking lot. I cleared it out, and there was a sleeping bag in there, but no matter what I took to reduce my rat intake, I got the message, cannot sleep while taking damage, which made that sleeping bag useless. Oh, no. Exited there and dashed for Virgil's cave, where I, I was reluctant to tell him the railroad decoded the chip for me. I just said I had friends do it. I didn't want to give them up. Virgil gives me the schematics or whatever. reminds me to look for uh, the serum for him. Um, sorry, Virgil. And it's off to Sanctuary to build the Interceptor. Except it's at this point I realize I've kind of come full circle. I'm right back where I started, back at Virgil's cave, <laughs> hoping to make it back out of the glowing sea and find a save. <laughs> okay, well, I should have killed all the Death Claws last time, so I'll just go north again. Apparently, I didn't quite take the same path because I ran into about uh, 10 ghouls and a bloated glowing one. I have very little agility at this point because my character hasn't slept in forever, so I have to drink a Nuka-Cola Quantum to even just be exhausted rather than incapacitated. And I died <laughs> back God to Somerville. Damn it. 
This time when I leave Virgil's, um, a group of stingwings kill me. Okay, round yeah. three. Let's try a different direction. I discover a sentinel sight. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> and I go in. Dogmeat immediately runs into an open elevator shaft and falls all the way down and is unconscious or whatever. Um, I get a notice. Fail to defend Taffington Boathouse. Sorry, guys. I work my way Whoops. down uh, where I find a bed. Yay, I can sleep. So I have a save. But when I get to the elevator, dog meat fell down. He's on top of the car. That little hatch is open, but he's just lying there in thin air as though it were closed and I can't stem pack him. This has me wondering why there isn't a stem pack uh, barrel mod for the syringer. It just makes perfect sense to me. Or at least give me yeah, a blow dart or something. That makes sense. Um, start thinking there's got to be a mod for that. I look it up and of course there is. Um, PC only though. So looks like I'm going to have to meet dog meat back at the Red Rocket again. Finish up at that Sentinel site. Uh, ghouls have some kind of insane awareness, but they sure are deep sleepers. You can kill a group of them sleeping on the floor of the same room one by one, and none of them wake up from the gunfire. So, love that. Anyways, after exiting, I make it all the way up the west coast without dying. Reunite with dog meat and ask Preston for help. He's all, why in the world would you want to go to the Institute? He's like, Hello, did you miss a part where I told you the Institute kidnapped my son? So he sends me to Sturgis, who apparently got his building skills from an Ikea manual, since that tubing flapping around in the air was just extra. Uh, and I'm in the Institute. The quest ends, and Idiot Savant triggers 2,900 XP. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I've gone super long, so I'm just going to gloss over my conversation with Father in the Institute. Basically, I told him I wouldn't join, and he kicked me out. So I'm like, fine, I don't need you. All I need is my dog and this thermometer and this clean coffee cup and this willow vase. That's all I need. A dog, this thermometer, this clean coffee cup, and this willow vase. And a bed. And this bar of soap. All I need is my dog. You get the point. That's all I need, too. I don't need one other thing. Now what? I See you in the wasteland. Thanks so much, Will, for hopping in. Man, that's great. <laughs> oh gosh, so many points, Will. Uh, ghoul mm-hmm. sleeping. You're right. Um, I don't know where the perception comes from. If it's, it must not be Spidey sense because it must be visual. I'm guessing they must have really good eyesight because you. You're right. If they're sleeping, you can just whack one and then go to the next one, whack the other. They don't hear you. So I don't know. It must be visual. The, the, their whole their perception is from Stimpak Surrender. Fucking great idea too. Love that. Yeah, for sure. Um, another, another point there. Like he's not going to take the serum back to Virgil, um, which is a bit of a shame because I uh, when you when you take it back there, it'll be the same. But when I went back to check on him a bit later on, and he's uh, and it's successful, the bed is now one you can sleep in. It's got well, a mattress on top. Th- that, on might, top. that might be <laughs> that might be a, a perk enough to make him help. Actually, once you go back there, you you fuck it. You're never going back there again, right? Well, he's had to go over there twice now, hasn't he? Yeah, so yeah, yeah but like, but like after <clears throat> after you deliver that serum, how many more times is he going to go back? I mean, it's a real easy trip when you can't fast travel, so yeah, probably lots. Oh my god, he's he's gonna go on vacation just to visit Virgil. They had such a good time. But Clint's right that it would be a great safe point when you do go back that final time. Mm. Lock does, it in. Does Virgil fucking stay there after you cure him? Yep. The thing is, I think he does, but there should be a path where you can actually 
recruit him to the railroad or the BOS. He should go to the fucking Hotel Rexford and get a room, you know? (laughs) (laughs) No, he says he's got a lot more work to do on, I guess it's the serum, to try and perfect it. But um, but if he's because, not a super mutant, he doesn't have the rad resistance anymore. I guess he just hops into a suit or something. Gee whiz, that's a bad place to yeah. live if you don't have natural rad resistance. He stays in the cave. But and what's more, he says you can take all of this junk, anything you like, with you. So you know, I emptied the place. <laughs> There's <laughs> nothing left. <laughs> yeah, the Rexford has a free room now that that uh, Vault Tech right exactly, left. Lee, exactly. <laughs> They've got capacity, or they've got they've got a vacancy now. I say capacity, yeah. not vacancy. He he should really be a level four medical vendor. That'd be awesome. Mm. That would be a good idea, Ray. I mm. I saw in your video you have um, who is it the the vault tech the vault tech guy set up a shop. I'm I'm almost getting to that that. So I'm yeah, he's the only one that I've put in the mini mall. Yeah, that's a good idea to have them all set up in just one little area. I always send them off to different places, but to have get the lady from the radio station. And you listed them all last. There's like six of them or something. I need to go research and get all those people together. Lots or of little fun projects. Guy. He never even got a name. It's, it's just <laughs> rep. They never change it, do they? Just call them, yeah, call it them could, rep. It could be fun, too, if, if Virgil does... Uh, get that serum working properly and you can put it in a syringer and run around shooting super mutants. Another good mod. Curing super mutants Mm. and then they turn into the people who fight other super... That's a good one. That's another good mod idea. I love that. Well, too bad you couldn't find your green tech door. That's silly. (laughs) Um, But the Far Harbor ammo, Ray, what's he doing about his 45-70 or whatever the fuck it is? Uh, Going to Far Harbor. You just yeah, have with, to kill without the, kill without the mods. It's to, a mod uh, thing, yeah, yeah. Because you can, you've, I, I'm, I've got a mod that lets you, um, you know, use. You have the vendors sell it. You know, you can, you can make it and stuff like that. Well, uh, well, you're making yourself fucking crazy here. I th- just give yourself a god box where you have an infinite amount of that ammo if you want that ammo, please. Can, can he just plop a god box down and be like, "This is my ammo box, guys. Everyone, stay out." All you settlers. The um, robot provisioner. Like I, I paused the show. I've always created a robot. I named them provisioner bot, and I sent them on their way. I don't know why you're having trouble with that. That is that is absolutely something I've always done. Yeah, in the past. robot provisioner mm-hmm. should work. You would think. And defensive provisioners. Another thing. That's uh, another. Yeah. Um, put missile launchers on those robots or whatever put, on, <laughs> put the put yeah. the lasers whatever biggest thing you can on those robots and never tracks always make them fly mm-hmm. <laughs> they get held up now, too slow. they get held up too if you slow. put them on tracks yeah or they was get stuck he, was he still talking about the gray garden robots or robots he made with automatron he was talking about um the uh, beds automatron. do you need beds at green yeah uh, at gray gray garden because yeah. do they need to sleep the um the graphics tell you as long as you've got, if you get extra people there, um, you need extra beds, but you can be six behind the total population of Grey Garden because of the, um, and, it, and it changes from, you know, red, not enough beds to green. You've got enough. And I like, I really like, I really like Will's um, need to be a good employer. <laughs> where he ass- he assigns the better jobs to the people who take initiative to approach him to ask for work. It's the yeah, the first oh, that's so nice, Will. That was awesome. 
Like the people who approach me, they get the better jobs. Oh, survival nice. playthroughs are definitely fodder for laughter. I mean, I hate to laugh at his pain so much, <laughs> but we just can't help ourselves. No, yeah. that you bring yeah. you bring up that point, or, uh, Jess, and that's that's so good. I was I was thinking while he was while he was telling this whole story and with the super mutant or the the death clause last week and 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 everything i was just like does anyone else get like a larry david feel to this like we're only enjoying this this comedic story because there's so many just horrible things (laughs) happening in a row to this one person that like you have to laugh at the the insane like misfortune of this poor person who just keeps fumbling into their own like demise who will never ever be able to to get out of the misery that is their life and therefore we find it funny like oh, it's, I just get such a curb your enthusiasm feel to uh, to poor Will out there in his survival mode. It's like, are are you having fun, Will? Are you having fun? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it never it never ends. And it's very easy for us to listen to. And he, you know, I died several times. Okay, that means hours and hours of playtime yeah. because he gets kicked back half an hour at least every time. Yeah, we'll have to start calling him Mister Bean. <laughs> yep. Very nice. Well, thank you for your submission, sir. Um, let's see. We have uh, Lee, Freighter, Steve. Anybody up? Let's see. Hi, Lee. You ready to go, Lee? Lee, 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 Lee. Greetings, Fallout Feed guys and gals. <laughs> this is Lee Benjamin. Today we'll continue the tale of Red, Wasteland Scavenger. Now that Red and McCready had extracted a courser chip from an unfortunate courser, they had to figure out what to do with it. They headed north to Ten Pines Bluff to check in on the settlement and get some rest and restock. The settlement was doing well. After a good night's sleep on the dawn of a new day, they headed back to Good Neighbor to see the only expert in Institute technology they knew, Dr. Amari. In the memory den, they found Dr. Amari upstairs, working on the terminal that controlled the four public-facing memory loungers. She asked how things had gone with finding Virgil, and listened intently to Rid's tale of the glowing sea and the man turned super-mutant by his own hand. The doctor was impressed that they had taken on a courser and was surprised by their solution, but admitted that she had known people in good neighborhood surprisingly accurate drug-induced visions. There were a lot of users in town. As for the courser chip... She had never had the chance to examine a courser and knew nothing about the special chip they contained within them. She did, however, know a group who might know more. The mysterious organization Red had heard of. The Railroad. Helping escape synths just to polite society was the main task of the Railroad. Dr. Amari had met several Railroad handlers, people who had brought escape synths in to have their memories wiped to avoid giving away their true identities. Red asked Dr. Amari how to get in touch with the Railroad. Unfortunately, her response was that one did not simply find the railroad, they found you. Amari had, however, been told the same thing that Red had overheard in the back alleys of Diamond City. Follow the Freedom Trail. Even Dr. Amari didn't know exactly what it meant, but she did know that there was an old tourist stop in Boston Commons of a similar name. Red thanked the doctor and collected up McCready who had been chatting up Irma on her couch. He seemed a little perturbed and muttered his goodbyes and turned with her to leave. On the way out, Red paused, staring into one of the loungers. She had noticed that one of the memory-dense clients in the lounger by the door was the same old man she had seen there before, and she wondered who he was and what kind of life he had left that he now needed to retreat into his own memories on a regular basis. 
She wondered what he saw lying there on the couch, this cocoon of crystal and steel, motionless, yet reliving memories of past events and days of glory, long gone into the mists of time. She would have been quite surprised by who he was and what he saw. Continuing to the door, it was off again to the nearby once central park of Boston. McCready warned Red about the dangers of Boston Common and was surprised to find that the infamous swan was no longer a problem. They even dropped by the pub's bar to see what could be scavenged. None of the patrons were talking. Leaving the bar, they walked around to the other side of the park and found the fountain and a hand-painted sign that stated, At journey's end, follow freedom's lantern. There was a protectron standing by it. Beside his charge pod was a sign for the Freedom Trail. The robot told of Boston's history and the battle that turned the tide of revolution against British rule where the Redcoats attempted to defang the rising tide of dissent at Lexington and Concord, which only served to steal the resolve of the colonists, and in the year following to their Declaration of Independence. He went on to invite the citizens to learn more about the area by following the Freedom Trail, pointing to the historic marker set into the brick pavement near him. The marker contained the words Boston and the Freedom Trail. In red, someone had put brackets around the A in trail and the number 7. Was it some kind of code? The only way to learn more was to follow the red brick line set into the pavement. The trail led them around the outside of the park fence, past Park Street Station, and despite some of the trail being covered by dirt or paved over and replaced by paint, a quick look around always led the way. The next stop was the Massachusetts State House, where its marker bracketed L with the number 4. Next was the old granary burial ground with A and two. Along the way, in addition to the usual gunners and raiders, they were starting to see more Gen 1 synths, with their not-quite-as-stupid leader bots. In front of the Milton General Hospital, the trail seemed to go cold as debris covered the trail at a corner, and it wasn't clear which way it was forward. The right fork led up an overpass, which was unmarked. A block further down on the straight path revealed the true path, which then led to the entry to Good Neighbor. Here they learned that Hancock's mayoral residence was actually Massachusetts' old state house. Oh, and the code was O and 6. Turning north, they came to the old corner bookstore, former site of an apothecary, and later the publishers, Ticknor and Fields, who now hosted the letter I and the number 3. Next stop to the east was Faneuil Hall, former center of commerce in colonial Boston and called the Cradle of Liberty. Now it was just another shrine to all things super mutant. They were told they were not welcome, and a hard-fought battle ensued, yielding the letter R and the number 5. On the other side of the building, the trail turned north again, then east. You get the idea. Night was falling, and turning a corner in the dusk, they saw the tower of Boston's Logan Airport and the mysterious Brotherhood of Steel airship. Red wondered what kind of trouble they were stirring up with their grand entrance and armed forays into the city. Around the corner down the block, guarded by super mutants, they found Paul Revere's house, along with D and 8. Around the next corner, the final stop on the Freedom Trail was at Boston's historic Old North Church, where the statue of Paul Revere still stands. It was so famous that in her hometown on the coast, Marblehead, they had accidentally, or shamelessly, copied the name for their church on Old North Street. The marker in front of the door contained R and 1. Inside, since they held nothing sacred, they were ghouls. 
McCready wondered aloud how many people had come to this place seeking absolution when the bombs started falling. On a collapsed balcony was a white-painted symbol of a handheld brass lantern. It was obviously a guard marker. Perhaps this was Freedom's Lantern. Below the balcony was a door to a short hall with steps down to the catacombs, where more of the symbols led the way. As more ghouls approached down the tunnel, McCready suddenly exclaimed, Tunnel snakes rule! saying he had heard that a long time ago. The trail ended at a tomb, but there was another marker here also. It was unmarked, but had some wiring attached. Wondering if it was a booby trap, they carefully inspected it. The outer ring turned, and the central logo, which had a red arrow at the top, was a button. When turned, the ring stopped on each letter of Boston and the Freedom Trail, but skipped the spaces between each word. Trying different letters, the letter R produced a click. McCready had been writing down the letters and numbers they found, and Red asked for the list. It was now obvious that when arranged numerically, the letters spelled Railroad. Not too clever, but it would keep the illiterate at bay. Turning to each letter <laughs> and pressing the button ended in a scraping sound, and the crypt wall moved back and slid aside. Red's Pip-Boy light illuminated a room with a passage beyond. So they moved forward into what was obviously now a trap. A commanding woman told them to stop right there and tell me who the hell you are. Despite this, it was the woman holding the minigun who commanded their attention and obedience. The third person was a man. Red, tired after a long day, countered with, Who the hell are you? Surprisingly, the woman answered, We're the synths only friends. We're the railroad. At that point, a man came in behind the three, asking where his invitation to the party was. He said, I see you invited the courser killer. The commander snapped, Deacon, you're late. Deacon convinced the woman that Red was someone they really wanted on their side, as she had the only intact courser chip they'd seen in years. The woman reluctantly introduced herself as Desdemona, the leader of the railroad, and she invited Red to follow her into the headquarters, which was a huge security risk and apparently a high honor. She was immediately led to their mechanic, an odd man named, ironically, Tinker Tom. He inspected the chip, plugged it into a compatible port in his equipment, and with much muttering and theatrics, he produced a holotape with the courser chip data on it. Desdemona thanked Red, but made it clear that if she used the code and learned anything useful, she was to report back to them immediately. With the courser chip data in hand, and the hardly veiled threat still in their ears, Red McCready left by a back route to minimize security risks to the railroad. A short but eventful trip back to Diamond City, and they took stock of their supplies, and were off again to see Virgil in the glowing sea. When he found out she'd gotten the courser data from the railroad, he went off on their reputation as being insane and wanted to free vending machines and computer terminals. He went on to say that he had been busy, too coming up with schematics for the molecular relay based on what he'd seen and heard over the years. Since he was a bioscientist, not an engineer, and with his now clumsy fingers, the planes weren't much to look at. But with them, and knowing that the classical music station was carrier for the molecular relay beam, a good engineer should be able to work something out. You know, since it was built on the most basic principles of subatomic engineering and bioelectrical <laughs> recording and transmission, no he, problem. Yeah, he encouraged nice. her to find help if she needed it, and remember the agreement to get him the serum he needed to return to normal. At least as normal as the mad scientists hosted by super-secret organizations ever are. 
Red decided it was past time to check back in with the Minutemen and regroup and decide how to get this molecular relay built. Upon arrival at Sanctuary, Preston asked what she needed, and she told him about the molecular relay. He said that if anyone could help, it would be Sturgis. Sturgis wasn't hard to find, as he was also doing his rounds on Sanctuary's main street. Red told him what was needed, and he inspected Virgil's plans. They were a mess, but he recognized that they were talking about teleportation, and said, This is some pretty crazy shit. You sure it's for real? But they were enough for him to verify the theory, at least. She told him that it was real. He responded, The eggheads never think about the nuts and bolts of how to make a thing actually work, but it looks like it's all here. He helped her work out a parts list to build a stable platform, and she was off to see what she could find. He had to go through the rest of the plans to figure out what else they'd need, but he mentioned that a spare nuclear reactor would come in handy. Yeah, right. Searching through Sanctuary, she actually found everything she needed for the stabilized reflector platform, including the power source. One of the people who had lived there had been enamored of the idea of nuclear-powered everything, and had actually built a nuclear reactor in their now-ruined house. It took more than a week, but they wound up clearing the house down to the foundation, leaving just the reactor, which wasn't actually operational. About that time, Trashcan Carla came through town and was able to provide the rest of the nuclear material needed in the form of an alarm clock and a blast radius board game. Sergeant Garvey dropped by and said that Sturgis was like a kid in a candy store working on the teleporter plans. He'd never seen him so excited about anything. Another week of scrounging and scrapping, and the molecular relay was ready for its first, perhaps final, test. It was amazing. All power and sparks, and not nearly as scary as Red had imagined. And she could imagine a lot. It helped that Sturgis had put his Nuka Girl sign on it. In the end, thinking about what the molecular relay represented to the Commonwealth, the things she might learn about the Institute, and her sense of wonder and curiosity overcame all thoughts of personal danger. She told Sturgis she was ready, and stepped on the platform. Sturgis threw the switch. She heard a snap, a crackle, and a pop. And then she was alone again, naturally. This concludes this portion of Red's trek across the Commonwealth and into places unknown. Take care, be safe, and I'll see you in the wasteland. Just an electric pop, and she's gone. Yep. Poof. <laughs> what is uh, Dr. Amari? Uh, you go to her for all of our information. Was she, did she have some connection to the Institute, does she say? No. There's no way they would let her leave, you know? No, her oh, connection that, is not with the railroad. She's just smart, yep. and she's through the railroad. Okay. Mm. She does memory stuff, so that's not... Must have reverse-engineered the, the synths at some stage. It, it, I don't know if you can tell Virgil who you're going to use to build it, but like, does he have any reaction if you tell him you're going to use... Because he calls the railroad a bunch of like toaster savers or something, doesn't he? Or um, he's, like <clears> making, <throat> he's making fun of the railroad. Does he have a, a, a brotherhood? Reply, does he have an opinion of them? Does he know them? Their first time is in. Has he ever seen them? He didn't fly them, see them fly above overhead or know of them from a previous newspaper article or something? I don't know. No, he probably wouldn't have seen their arrival, I wouldn't think. He wouldn't see him fly over from a, inside of a cave. As far as his dialogue, I mean, I played coy, but do you have the option to specifically tell him which group you're going to use? I don't remember. You do with the, with the railroad, I know that. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking Minutemen or BOSC maybe don't because the, the choice I took was I've you know I've met a few people in my travels or something like that. Mm-hmm. He probably doesn't even know who the Minutemen are yet because they 
probably formed after he went into the cave. Well, they reformed. I mean, they had been oh, around reformed. Before. You're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. I had forgotten that. Yeah. Yeah. You'd say the Minutemen. I thought they were all dead. Oh, and that's right. I would also feel like the Institute wouldn't really concern themselves in, you know, the surface dweller politics to a large extent anyway. Mm-hmm. You know who'd be really helpful with building this um, contraption <clears throat> to get into the Institute? It'd be the Institute. <laughs> I wish you could recall. Well, in a way, you know, they, they said that uh, there are a lot of people that you meet in the, in the, uh, wasteland that are actually since i mean i've heard theories that yeah. you know basically all the vendors are and mm-hmm. the, and sturgis also all the even yeah, though you know would know it. Mm-hmm. yeah sturgis i've heard that theory what do you mean by all the vendors i don't know if i've heard that well like trash can carla and and the, the traveling vendors really? oh yeah not, really not just they're all just that's what no. i had heard but lots along of opportunity all, to replace along them. Along with all the birds. Opportunity to replace them. I'll give yeah. you that because they're out by themselves a lot. Right. Right. But they have I a like caravan with them usually. They have a couple bodyguards generally. But yeah, you're right. Out in the middle of, you know, empty, big empty spaces a lot. You're right. Speaking of bodyguards, that reminds me of the first time I ever ran across, um, what's her name? Crystal? Um, the one that sells you the. Uh, um, exploding cricket. machine gun, cricket, cricket, cricket. Yeah. cricket. She, she yeah. just first, <laughs> she just looks like she's on crystal. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, the first time I ever met her playing Fallout Four, um, for whatever reason, glitch in the game, both of her uh, bodyguards were <laughs> naked, naked. Yeah, and I thought it was. I thought that was just a thing with her. <laughs> that, was, she's, that was one of the conditions of employment you know, or something. She's got this yeah, really so weird deal anything. She's got this really weird dominance <laughs> thing. Yeah, and Ray, you're right. It's hard to smuggle if you have no clothes on. I mean, if yeah. they were just in harnesses and cop caps, then I would have been suspicious of her choice. <laughs> <laughs> they have the the red yeah, rubber weird, ball that. in their mouth. Yeah, I've never seen that before. I mean, never seen that since. But uh, you know, I just thought it was part of the character. <laughs> that's really funny i like that you brought up one of my favorite locations and i totally forgot to go there when i was there visiting swan and you just barely you brushed over it but this this place the first time i went to it brought a tear to my eye just because of the <laughs> sentimental value of the location right. um, i've never actually been there but my father and i used to watch a television show called cheers you went to the prost bar right Love yeah, I'd heard you bar. talk about that before on other podcasts, and uh, um, you know, I knew it was there when uh, uh, the early two thousands. We took the kids up to Boston. Oh, nice! And because uh, you know, I'm from there. In fact, I mentioned Marblehead. Um, and there's, uh, I I actually had to go fact check uh, the thing I said about the uh, the old North Church, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I found there was a, a link to a walking tour that the uh, that the local paper there had uh, published. You should really give that to Will. He really needs that information. The walking tour? He's a walking the, tour to get to the railroad. I don't think they highlighted map markers for all the beds around the area, <sighs> so it might not help. It's the railroad highlighted at least, please. Because it's, <laughs> okay, not, it's not at fucking wherever the hell Will was looking for it. 
I like some of the pictures you put in the group, Lee. So Red kind of took the same journey I did, where she had to go via Dr. Amari and meet the railroad. And all of that is part of this section of the quest, just like uh, just like I did for this stuff. Uh, but your pictures, you got to make the relay, and you got some really neat ones as you're being zapped and as you're materializing. You. Very cool. Uh, I like the one with the um, the yellow circles from above going down the Institute elevator, I believe. Is that what that is? No, that's uh, is that that's in the relay? Inside, that's inside the relay. That's yeah. inside the relay. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, looking up yeah, the good the up. good zap pictures. Yeah, very cool. Everyone, uh, visit our Discord uh, if you'd like to visit Lee's pictorial adventure. And he's been putting yeah. some of them in the uh, in the Facebook group too, which is nice. Yeah, those will go in there now that I've that I've presented here. The um, <laughs> during that quest, at the point where. Uh, Stir just suggested the nuclear power thing. It was like, I didn't really remember. I've done it, this before, but I didn't remember how much power it actually took. And it was like, oh my God, I need to, I need to, um, you know, another point of intelligence and I need to do the five, you know, four or five levels of science and all this stuff. And I, you know, I started panicking and then I, then I said, well, I'll, I'll just, you know, I looked at um, my build menu and, uh, I think I, I don't think I could build the large um, power supply. I could only build the medium ones. Yeah, me too. But then I realized, oh, you can build sixty-three of them. Yes. So I just started plopping them down until things started working. <laughs> and the and, small ones uh, It was only screws. four or five of them, but you know, it, I, I was just panicked there because it was like, oh my god, I'm not going to get all this quest stuff done in order to get, you know, be able to actually build a nuclear generator. Well, good thing it was just the power supply you needed and not a whole new graphics card, because those are harder to come by right now. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> one one question about that Prost bar. I mean, I know that's a, a copy of the Cheers yeah. bar yeah. from the show, but is there an actual Prost bar in Boston in real life? It's the Cheers bar. It, it's the TV it's show. Is, there's a TV show was based on a bar. I don't think the original bar was called cheers but there is a bar there now mimicking right. that was where cheers is right but the bar itself was mimicking the the original might have been called the prost bar and that's why they called it that in the game maybe but yeah the, the bars the bar's been there for years and the cheers yeah. bar was based on it yeah. and then the bar was kind of you know refashioned the, to be branded. more branded yeah yeah <laughs> and because they like it's the got show, the merchant yeah. stuff exactly the, but yeah, yeah. The the, the bar you see in the TV show was not the 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 bar. It's a, the you know that was created for you know, and now the bar that they've recreated to honor the TV show now looks like the one from the TV show, but not like the original yeah. pros. You know, the, blah blah. The blah. Bull and Finch Pub. Bull and That's Finch it. Pub. That's it. Bull and Finch. Oh, okay, so it wasn't nice. called Prost. No, it wasn't no. called Prost. No, not originally. But okay. I, I knew it was you know mimicking some bar. It, it's it wasn't the, the original bar was not called Cheers. Yeah. But. But yeah, now, yeah. Now, it, now it is. Yeah, and in the entertainment industry, they use these things called sets. That, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they play <laughs> pretend the things are oh. what they are. <laughs> yeah, you watch the Brady Bunch, you see the house from the outside, and then you see they're set on the inside. You're like, wait a second. Exactly. That wouldn't fit in there. Yeah, they all live on the same... Uh, same street the beaver to you know beaver the beavers the, lived on. yeah the cleavers <laughs> the, i almost said the beavers too yeah the cleavers so 
I'm just yeah. looking stuff up really quickly on the Cheers bar. So yeah. the the replica bar, there is a Cheers bar in the Faneuil Hall complex in that plaza. Uh-huh. And that's an actual replica of the Cheers bar as opposed to the facade on Beacon Street next to the park that they used that was the actual, you know, location that they filmed. Nice. Um and that one closed due to uh due oh, to the pandemic. Fuck, man. Yeah. That's I know. Well, hopefully people will revive it once things get going again. But as soon as Ray said Bull and Finch, I'm like, yes, I remember that. It definitely was called that. Very fun. Go check it out. Especially if you watch this show, uh, Cheers. They, it's a really good nod. They have uh, you know, um, skeletons sitting at the right places, shall we say. Yep. You can even yeah. take the, the uh, mailman's hat. Oh, <laughs> uh, Cliff. <laughs> yep. Yep. Good old Cliffy. Yeah, I just dropped a link to the Marblehead walking tour in the Discord as well. Awesome. Mm-hmm. The, the Five ju- Reds Pond, that's near where I lived. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Uh, let's see, we have Freighter. Let's go ahead and check in and see what oh, Freighter's all up to. Freighter here, continuing where we left off last time with Sturgis saying farewell and good luck to Chelsea. With a zap and a flash, Chelsea found herself surrounded by strange camera-looking objects in a circular pattern around her. Stumbled out of the room to hear someone talking. Wasn't Kellogg this time, though. And no frozen food-based insults. Before proceeding, she put a hollow tape in the terminal in front of her. Sturgis had asked her to do so and just follow the simple directions, it would do the rest. With no comprehension whatsoever of what it was doing, she did that and moved on while listening to more jibber-jabber. She found herself going down a one-way path to an elevator, and then another elevator, then a strange door, and then... Wait, what the fuck? Is that a paludarium? With a kid in it? What the fuck? Okay, I had to pause there. <laughs> no, there's no water. down. Chelsea's calm now. Unfortunately, she made the mistake. Uh, paludarium, Ray. He gotcha. Mistake everybody yeah. makes when seeing something like this and walked over and tapped on the glass. Never do that. That's a bad habit. But it did get the attention of the kid inside, who introduced himself as Sean. Well, fuck. Chelsea was unable to really communicate well with Sean, unfortunately. He just seemed more scared than anything. Until an old fellow came into the room and introduced himself as father. Before that, though, he said some numbers and jibber-jabber to the kid, and the kid slumped over like a robot being shut down. Well, this is not good. Maybe it's not Sean after all. But clearly Chelsea was being messed around with... That didn't help build trust at all with this institute. The guy that came to the door introduced himself as Father, and gave a very convoluted story as to how he got that name, by creating clones with his own DNA. He then went on to justify the things that Kellogg had done, including killing his own father. How ironic. Oh good, my dog has started snoring. I'm going to leave that in the mix. I don't know if the mic's picking it up. Add your own sound effect here. (laughs) Okay, sorry about that. Back on topic. So Father went on to explain why it's totally okay that he was kidnapped and used in scientific experiments to create the perfect machine. A robot that could do whatever you want, including kill other people. Yay! Totally justifies it all. Through science, we are family. By this point, Chelsea had heard about enough of this propaganda nonsense, but Father decided to double down and ask her to move on in. Come on, Mom, you can live in the guest room. 
We'll take care of all your needs. At this point, the only reason Chelsea wanted to play along a little longer was to get that serum for Virgil. She knew he needed it to go back to normal, and she really appreciated his help. So she agreed to go around and meet the division heads. But really, she just wanted to find that serum and get the hell out. The first division leader she met was Dr. Lee. Now, Dr. Lee was very unpleasant. Not the kind of person you want to hang around with at all. She made it pretty clear that Chelsea was not welcome, but would tolerate her anyway. Dr. Lee then put a coarser chip in her Pip-Boy, giving her the ability to get in and out anytime she wanted. So now she made a beeline for bioscience. She was determined to find the FEV lab and get that serum for Virgil and get the hell out. Everyone in bioscience seemed too busy arguing about nonsense. Chelsea took the opportunity to sneak around a little bit. She found a passage leading to the right and snooped around in there for a bit. Seemed very unused, mostly storage, until she got to an area that seemed dirty and untouched in many years. At one point, she found a terminal. She approached it, keyed in, and instantly started feeling symptoms of PTSD. It was like she had seen this terminal somewhere before. It made her very uncomfortable, and she got the hell out of there. Moving back a bit, she found a door labeled FEV Lab. This must be exactly what she needs it was locked. She decided to go ahead and pick that lock and sneak on in. This next area was even more run down. Rust forming on the walls, dirt everywhere, broken down robots, and tripwires. Turrets. This couldn't be good. Next she started to find dead cats and evidence that those cats were being kept as experiments and even as food for something else. The molecular relay did not allow Ada to come with Chelsea, so she was on her own hacking all these terminals in here trying to move forward. Managed to find one that disabled the turrets in the area and unlocked a door she needed to get through. But then she was faced with an Assaultron. This must mean they were onto her. She struggled, but she managed to defeat the Assaultron and keep moving forward. She was determined to get that serum and get the hell out. Did I say that before? Yes. The next room she entered seemed to be the lab she was looking for all this time. First thing she found inside was a holotape from, from Dr. Elliot, who must have worked in the same lab as Virgil. He seemed pretty upset about this FEV virus and didn't even seem to know where it came from, but was clearly willing to work with it anyway. She then found another holotape, this one from Virgil himself. Brian Virgil. This holotape was even more troubling. Chelsea knew she needed to hurry up and get the hell out of this place. It was clearly awful. She found another holotape from Dr. Elliot. Again, very troubling stuff. Finally, she found the experimental serum. She grabbed it and switched on her Pip-Boy to try to get the hell out of there. But then she realized she couldn't leave until she had met with all of the division leaders. But it seemed like they were onto her. So now what? She was already in bioscience, so she decided to head into the main area and was greeted by someone named Clayton. Young kid that seemed very... Well, not like Dr. Lee at all. Actually pretty pleasant to talk to. She decided to play along, listen to his blah 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 nonsense for a minute, complimented his fake gorillas, and then stole a few plant samples that she found in the next room over, before moving on to the next area. As she left bioscience, she was greeted by someone named Allie, one of the division leaders. Allie seemed like a bit of a sandy beach, so Chelsea ended that conversation as quickly but politely as she could, and then moved on. That only left one division leader, Justin Ao. She was determined to get this over with as quick as possible, but he insisted on going on and on about, <laughs> how did you possibly beat my precious courser? 
The tragedy of it all. She explained it was quite simple. She had combat experience. And the courser was inferior. Justin seemed a bit overwhelmed by that, so she left him to mull that over by himself. Unfortunately, Chelsea was still unable to leave, so she headed over to talk to Father. Maybe that will get them to turn on the courser chip so she can get the hell out of here. Father wanted to talk a bit, though. He had a job. Yep. Not getting paid, but still gotta do the work. Father wanted Chelsea to go help reclaim a synth that was terrorizing everyone above ground. That seems a bit strange. I mean, since when does he care about the people above ground? Anyway, blah 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 got through the conversation. And sure enough, Chelsea was finally able to head back. Alright, that's enough for this time. Thanks for listening, and I'll see everybody in the wasteland. Snoring dog. <laughs> Shout out to our newest feedback submitter, Ellie. <laughs> Snoring soundly in the background. You know, if Freighter was fucking talking in my ear all day, what would I be doing? <laughs> Gotta catch some Z's, man. <laughs> That's one thing that in the end there it got me too. Father's so uh, adamant that you've got to get going to to uh, get that synth that's gone rogue because lives depend on it. And yeah, why yeah. does he give a fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's only lives upstairs, <laughs> not downstairs. Yeah, yeah. I think he just wants to make the point that uh, you know he needs to get the synths back. Well, he, and, and they work for him. The life of his yep. synth is in, in, he doesn't care about the people. The lives are at stake, as in my cash. The Benja <laughs> the Benjamins in my pocket are at stake. He has to demonize the escaped synths, after all. Yep, yep for sure. He does. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it just kind of dawned on me, listening to everyone's feedback. This it's, I've never made a priority of actually getting Virgil's serum and returning it to him, but we don't pay or reimburse him in any way for his help. And he only agrees to help us in exchange for getting that. So I should absolutely be prioritizing getting that serum after each and every playthrough because Virgil gives us that information, right? Because he's a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. But there's no requirement. I mean, that it doesn't change the they, game. If they shouldn't make you, give that to him i think that's mm, that's the right that's the right yeah. thing to do yeah because there's there's consequences like uh you know if you do vault 81 and you know you've only got the one cure for the for the mole rat disease so there's consequences whether you give it to the kid or, or keep it yourself or take it yeah. yourself you know if you give it to the kid you end up um you know losing 10 percent of your xp or ap for the for the rest of your Days in the game it sucks. <laughs> yeah, and if it if it takes a Mass Effect bent, then that'll determine whether or not he's human or super mutant in Fallout Five. Yeah, it's six oh, ga six games nice. later, you're still paying the dues of that fucking decision you made. <laughs> yep, could be that. I mean, they could throw that into Fallout Five, saying, "How did your character do in Fallout Four hmm? with that serum? That'd, that'd be fun. That's the interesting thing about a game with multiple endings and a continuing series is that they do have to ultimately kind of canonize one ending as the ending that they're moving forward through in canon. 
Mm. Yeah, but what's that play through? 16 or 27 or... Uh... <laughs> exactly. Like, we all have our personal headcanon playthroughs, but would that match the one Bethesda chose? That's hard to say. Was it the sort mm. of thing where you could do a hard save at one point and then play through all four of the different <laughs> endings? See how each of them ended and all that? Definitely. <laughs> oh, there is I mean, a point. Yeah. That's how that's how I got the achievements for all the endings, yeah. you know, was doing the hard save before I went into the Institute and then doing each one. Well, I, I meant for Mass Effect. Sorry. I, I thought Lee was referring to Mass Effect. Oh, you do that, yeah, you do no. that in Mass Effect as well. Mass Effect. There are so many choices along the way that it would make a big difference. It does but you can do a hard save to just get the achievement at the very end. Yeah, I still haven't. I'm I'm supposed to side with the Institute. I still haven't gotten any big black screen. Hey, you're about to make a decision where you're going to be enemies with this faction from now on yeah yeah that's that's a couple of quests down the line actually i think it's the one right after you uh grab that synth does it happen at different points depending on faction no it's always the same time okay yeah after the battle of bunker hill isn't it um well and so that that's when you go against the railroad and then uh, when you go to the mass fusion building, how Bunker Hill is um, fun. I is, just remember that. is when you go against the Brotherhood. You go against the Brotherhood there, yeah, but uh, you'll be going against the railroad before that if you're playing Institute. What about Libertalia? I remember there's a shotgun there I want. I don't remember anything about it. I just remember that there's a shotgun there that I want. Yeah. Captain's Cabinet is, yeah. Yeah. There, was that, that's what the, the shotgun's yeah. called. No, that's where it's no, located. That's okay. where it's at. It's the Le Miserable. Oh, the French one. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Le Miserable. Is it the Fusil? Yeah, the Fusil. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, but it's in the captain's cabin just before you go up. Why do I like that one? Do you remember what the effects are off the top of your head? It's a uh, plus twenty-five percent damage and extra limb damage. Oh shit! It's a combat shotgun. That's oh, but it has like it has like a really bad kick or something. If I yeah. remember right. Le fusile terrible. I didn't want to see it. <clears throat> Wonderful. Yep. Awesome. Getting sent out to all these institute places, and there's all sorts of stuff I need to do in four. I need to get those vendors going. Gee whiz, Ray, so much to do. Um, you can't <laughs> take your robot. Why didn't Ada? Why aren't robots allowed in the institute? No followers at all? Well, followers I mean, don't go with they, you the first ever, time you're ever? in there. Or just the first no, time? No, no, just the first time. Okay. okay. Yep. So I'll go in with you afterwards, which is hilarious. Mm -hmm. Freighter took a, a plant um, sample. What's he stealing in there? That's not the Nern root thing. That's from the Brotherhood, right? Is it the Brotherhood that has the Nern root <laughs> farm? Someone has, yes, so the Brotherhood has Nern root upstairs. Someone has Nern root, yeah. Mm -hmm. he's, I think he's stealing weed from the Institute, you know. <laughs> um, the he said he had PTSD at a terminal. What was he referring to? Uh, he's probably uh, joking about uh, terminal velocity and reading all those for you. It yeah, that's well probably. That's <laughs> probably it. He says yeah, yes in like chat. Yeah, okay. He's a good sport. He was just teasing us because you know he's got to tease us too. We can't just always tease him. No, this is a one-way street. Come on. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Freighter. Um. Yeah, I'd, I got to get that uh, that stuff back to Virgil. I really got to pay him back. I never thought about that. Um, he's he's okay staying in his cave, you guys said. I'm surprised he... Well, he wouldn't go back to the Institute because fuck them, right? He's kind of done right, with them. Right, no. That's the last thing. He escaped huh, the Institute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's the place to stay. Upset. 
he gets upset with you if you blow up the institute before you get back to him. Oh, for he sure. Does not like that at all. Yeah. Well, even if you have it and you just you just haven't given it to him yet, he just doesn't like the order in which you progressed. You go back and check on him, um, and if you've done the you know the end game by then, and uh, and you've taken out the institute as part of the end game, he's he's upset. Uh, as I mean, part of the quest, are we instructed to go visit Virgil again? Yeah, yeah, you, we you are. Take okay. the okay, okay. Take the take it the uh, take it back to him, and then he says, "Give us a week." But what if you and don't? The, what if you don't give it to? Because you don't have to give it to him. No, you don't well, have to. No. Then he'll be upset after a while too, if I remember correctly. Can, I do think there is an expiration where if you wait too long before you give it to him, he gets unhappy. But do you have to give it to him before you blow up the institute? Will he like be cured and all that? Will he receive it after the after you blow up the institute, or is it sort of like breaking? Is is kind of my question. Like, is it? Do they have an order the, of process where they're like, "Hey, you need to do it this way"? No, no, no. It doesn't matter when you do it too much. Like you say, he just gets upset if you do it wrong but um yeah so so you'll get different responses from him depending on where you've progressed in the in the main quest that's fun okay i just yeah, wanted all, to be sure I was it all depends on when the expiry date is on serum <laughs> <laughs> yeah also that? i do think if you talk to him after you the institute he's unhappy no matter whether you've turned him back or not because of you know the innocent lives and some friends in there yeah yep that's right yeah Innocent lives, but you can okay. but you can go back and see him before you get that far with the institute. So right. don't kick off the soundboard. Otter wants to be on the podcast, you guys. <laughs> oh, Otter, Ellie, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> in chat the they show. said uh, pupper snores are always excusable. They're the best. <laughs> They're the best. Uh, and it it's been when people are talking, but the frogs have been chipping in too. <laughs> oh, that's great! I haven't heard him yet. Yeah, it's it's always been when somebody's talking, so you can't really hear them. Yeah, since I've owned cats again, I haven't. the The cricket has not returned to the basement, thank goodness. But I had, a, <laughs> you know, I had a cricket for almost two years down here that I couldn't ever find. It was driving me insane. That was so hilarious. I mean, for us because we yeah. never heard the cricket, <laughs> but it drove you bonkers. If if I turned up the mic all the way, I could get it. Uh, you guys could hear it. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, good job. Freighter there. Oh, we got Steve. Let's check in with Steve. Kia ora, everybody. Steve here with my feedback for Grace Jones. So where we left off, and I had actually saved right there after teleporting into the Institute, standing on the teleporter. Then I took a break from Fallout 4 for about a week. So I had this pretty cool father reveal when I picked him back up. And the reveal was good. He's a different looking father than I've seen before. He had Grace's nose and, and Dolph's cheekbones. Kind of a weird mishmash, but that's what kids kind of are. So, anyways, I'm playing along for now to gain the Institute's trust, but I'm totally going to sell them out to the Brotherhood. I see what father did. I'm not my child's plaything. I'm using this uh, one mod for the first time, and it's kind of cool. Institute Sky. It puts a sky in the institute i figure it's not really making windows but more elaborate panels that show an outside camera hidden somewhere or something like that so that combined with evil institute which makes everything a little bit darker is pretty cool looking i'm supposed to run the quest from within so i headed over to advanced systems and found dr lee and then i closed the door behind me to have a private conversation no you can have the conversation in front of anyone, but 
I took the immersive path and I made sure to shut the door behind me. Then I easily convinced Dr. Lee to come back to the Brotherhood using a charisma check. I said, Father trusts me, so should you. And then, the Brotherhood has always been straight with you. And she's like, yeah, okay, I'll meet you at the Boston airport. So, I don't know how she's getting out, but she does have access to the Corsair chips at least one time. or So, maybe she takes the teleporter? Who knows? But she makes it there. I'm always a little overwhelmed by all the junk to pick up in the Institute, but I have found myself short of aluminum a few times. So, well, this is all the aluminum I can carry. I just have to figure out how to carry it. So, I did make a few trips back and forth to get all the junk I could pick up in the Institute. Uh, I also ran that quest with the Synth Gabriel and uh, over on the Flotilla. That one's always fun. Um, that dude with the fat man almost got me a couple times, but I was already running when he targeted me, so he was just kind of shooting off um, mini nukes behind me. And anyway, I'm figuring that the BOS, uh, Brotherhood of Steel, has me spying, so I ran the Institute Radiant quests at least once, except for the one that goes directly against the Brotherhood, Appropriation. They want me to go and steal some blueprints from the Brotherhood. I won't do that this playthrough. Uh, Wiki says that it won't affect my reputation with the Brotherhood, but I'm not going to do it anyway. So what they sent me to do was uh, pest control the feral ghouls at the Super Duper Mart is where they sent me. Um, political leanings for Io. He sent me to talk to McDonough, uh, Mayor McDonough over in Diamond City. And well, let's just say I'm going to take that synth out once we take out the Institute. And Reclamation for Alana Second at Backstreet Apparel to take out some raiders. And Hypothesis for Clayton Holdren in Bioscience. He wants a flesh sample from a super mutant. And Building a Better Crop to get Warwick as a settlement. So yeah, the Institute has replaced Roger Warwick with a synth and one of his workers figured it out. And now his family's all terrified and that guy's trying to get him knocked off. So... At the climax of that quest, I could have just talked Bill down with a charisma check, but Bill's the worker for Roger. And, uh, but I saw that I had a pacify option uh, using my charisma skill. And so I tried it and it failed. I don't know if it's always an automatic fail or what, because I'm running around with the charisma of 19. So, but it did fail. And so we started fighting and I ended up killing him. Then I left that synth Roger in charge. I may have to correct that later, as in go back and take him out, because the guy don't want to leave a synth in charge, you know, leave a family not knowing that their dad's been replaced. But for now, he's there. I'm thinking, uh, I read that uh, it's a terminal in one of the buildings, and it talks about who all is an informant for the Institute. And so I might have to see if I can take out all those informants as well later on. Um, I also went and explored the FEV oh. lab. It's always fucked up that the Institute was snatching people from the surface, replacing them with sense, and then giving them the FEV and then putting them back into the Commonwealth. <laughs> um, while you're on the way there, did you pick up the puncturing pipe wrench mod that you can use on Big Jim? Big Jim. 
Uh, Big Jim is that pipe wrench that you get over at Walden Pond. Anyway, so this pipe wrench mod, it's in the room with the Assaultron uh, as your way on heading to the FEV lab. And uh, you know if by that time of the game you don't have armor for melee mods and you really want to use Big Jim, uh, well, it's just I always notice it sitting on the, that shelf there. And now you do too. Uh, don't forget the magazine in the Institute. It doesn't fit thematically. It's what an astoundingly awesome tales, and it gives you your canine companion permanently takes less 10% less damage. Oh, that's great. I do plan on taking dog meat out again soon, but um, instead, wouldn't Tesla Science or some magazine like that fit better thematically in the Institute? Well, anyway. I'll leave you with this brilliant quote from a security guard in Diamond City that I heard as I was walking by. He said, The wall is yellow. People could be pissing all over it and no one would notice. Thanks, everybody. I'll see you in the Commonwealth. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> the wall Didn't is yellow. Steve paint it yellow? Yeah. Good job, Steve. You, you pissed all over the wall. <laughs> Yeah, I like this idea of the efficient use of materials by the Institute, where you take a take a person captive and make a synth of them, and then turn them into a super mutant. I mean, that's what they're doing, right? I mean, they they have to have a balance of population. They can't just have an influx of all these new mouths to feed in the Institute. You know how short they are on energy, and it takes you know energy to grow food, and they only have so much. A real estate where they can devote to to growing food down there, and you see the food pills they have. Did you go? Did you go to the food vendor, Lee? Did you did you get um, number seventeen or whatever the fuck? However they code their food. Oh, yeah, I haven't geez. been in there yet. Well, they removed number seven. People are really upset. <laughs> Flavor that number seven. It was good. I'm just worried I'd blow up like a giant blueberry, you know, a little bit nervous yeah. about that stuff. I know if you talk to some of the people, like there is a guy who's pissed off because they discontinued whatever number flavor number he liked. It was like, oh, that's pretty, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I was looking for love potion number nine, actually. Had a boiler. <laughs> Jump it, down and turn around and do it again. Um, what's with Holdren sending you out to get a tissue sample from a, from a super from mutant? From a super mutant. He's only got a go in two rooms into into the back there <laughs> can't bottom. you get it can't you get it there yeah what the yeah. fuck yeah but the door on their side's locked do they want to see how <laughs> if, do, 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 do they want to test um if they've absorbed radiation or something do they want to test the effects of the ex the uh exposure above ground on it that's yeah, the only thing i could think of with the, the difference between the two yeah there's there's been outside no, for a while yeah yeah there's really no indication that any of their um super mutant experiments had worked Mm. Or aren't there everything, super everything the you see in the t in the computer terminals and everything were either failed. you know failures or terminations. Um, the so the ones in the tubes were failed then because there are some oh, they, tubes they weren't right? alive. Okay. I mean, all the ones in the Commonwealth were kind of rejects from their experiments too, right? As far as we know, I mean, they must have been successful over I, I how thought, long yeah. has the trunk been running? I mean, obviously they were successful with Virgil. You know, it was fine-tuned enough that he could even mm. become with his own strain so that he could talk. Um, yeah, and I thought we established last week that all the, uh, the yes. super mutants in the Commonwealth are from the Institute. Yeah, as right. far as we from, know. From as people know. the Institute snatched. Snatched away. Yeah, yeah their body snatched. Replaced. From, yeah. yeah, that guy was just developing a new 
flavor for the food pills. He oh. wanted to give it something special. That number 17 kind of flavor? Yeah, I get it. A green pill. The green one's the good one, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the M&Ms when you're kids, right? Also, green is people. Yep. Helps it hit a home run, too. Um, I like that Steve's getting his revenge list together off that terminal. He's going <laughs> to gonna take names. What, what's the point of going around and getting all of the informants? What, by the end of the game, there's no institute to inform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was the Roger Senth boss thing? That was like the family. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, that, and that's the thing, too, because that like the family is very happy with the Synth Roger. Um, and the yeah. the old Roger was a bit of a mess. Yeah, the mood swings are a lot less uh, mm. a lot less frequent. But I, th- I thought those it just goes to show how many of the uh, there's lots of neat institute side quests to do that you can do if you're railroad or brotherhood or whatever. Just uh, duck your head low and you can do a bunch of stuff in the institute while you're while you're there if you don't want to actually uh, kill father yet or whatever. How do you get out? Like people, a couple of people brought that up. How do you get out if you don't? kill father can but he said he went back a few times right because he he got junk and he said he dropped it off and went back a few times how was he coming and going then you can just sort of do that uh you by just doing the institutionalized quest and dr lee gives you the the courser chip okay you're and, able to travel back and forth between the institute and but he yeah. was brotherhood right but he just doesn't he just hasn't declared for right because he yet. okay so for me, with the Minutemen, I had to, um, I had to fail the, you know, the Institute. I could not uh, progress my quests uh, by remaining, you know, uh, friends with them. There, there's ways I could have done it later on, um, you yeah. know, with, without killing Father, but it was the most expedient way for me. Yeah. But no one else has uh, the need to sever ties with the Institute yet. No, yeah. And you, you until honestly, you get to honestly, the... you didn't either. You just wanted to shoot Father in the face, right? <laughs> right. He had no more use for them, so must well, get it done with. Yeah, no. I And I had to, you know, I had to, you know, fail my relationship with with the Institute. In order to get the next uh, quest to spawn, but the next quest isn't assigned to you for four weeks from now anyway, right? Well, <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> he, he just learned efficiency. He learned efficiency from the Institute. Exactly. So, uh, But uh, I'm just sort of figuring it out. Oh, Ray could have been doing these side quests the next four weeks along with everyone. He just wanted to shoot Father in the face. Yeah, well, with, with the... Uh, the Minutemen, you know, if you're playing it straight through normally, this is the time when you hadn't done any of the uh, settlements yet much. Yeah. You've only done one or two, So, but you need more men to go in there. You need more settlements on side, so you'd be spending this time, um, you know, in, increasing the numbers for the Minutemen. Yeah. Yeah, you have to have at least eight. Eight of the settlements, okay. Whatever. Yeah. I always I always have like thirty by now. Yeah, yeah. That's why because I had started the provisioners was the only reason I had all the stuff I needed to to build the molecular relay because the stuff that was in sanctuary wouldn't have been enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know I could have killed any named character inside the institute. 
Um, I didn't have to be father. Father just happened to be the one closest to the elevator door. (laughs) And the more desirable option. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That bastard. You got, and you did grab his coat. That's always one. Some I don't know. I think it has like mm. a, a good intelligence or something. Maybe plus three or four yeah. intelligence. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, and it was easy for me too because he wasn't my kid. Well, you know exactly. He was the he was the kid that had been kidnapped that I was trying to investigate. Oh, yep, yep, that's him. He was okay. Okay, very good. Carry on. Ain't, ain't no son of mine either now. Actually, he yeah, well, he's turned into a psycho. You know, so. He has. I, how? I'm still struggling with it. I'm just going to have my character be like, yeah, great. I, for, it's for the greater good of a better society tomorrow. You know, just sort of have to play that end of it somehow. You're going to want know. mankind to be redefined. Yeah. I guess. But redefined by what? It's not mankind anymore. Well, it is by because they're redefining it. There's a new definition. It's redefined. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, this is the man. This is the new mankind. You're right. Okay. Mm. The new normal. Clone Thanks, kind. Clint. Yep. Man clone kind. Um, what was the Gabriel sent thing? Just uh, before we move on, real quick. That's next week. Yeah. That's, that's the, next week. Okay. The sen- yeah. The sent retention quest. Um, For two of us, anyway. Yeah. You and me. And he mentioned uh, the uh, institute junk yeah he made multiple trips out of there uh is that um am i correct in assuming that that'll refresh here in you know 12 to 24 to 36 in game days something like that refresh yeah all that stuff comes back right all that aluminum respawn respawn that's what i meant come on you know what i mean gee whiz don't tackle me down (laughs) on i mean vendor inventory refreshes but your items aren't going to refresh and the Institute, all those applicators and shit don't pop back up after yeah, a certain amount junk. of time? Do, do do they? I mean, this isn't 76. I'm not sure. I hope so. I don't see why they would. Hmm. Uh, you, you pick up a cup out in the world, it's not going to come back. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that you get it's gone doesn't good. get replaced. Yeah, okay. You get one go. Well, then make your three trips, everybody. It's worth it. <laughs> Lots of aluminum down there. And um, Will was mentioning uh, his ammo problem, and he's like, oh, you can't craft anything. And I'm still at the point where I'm unwilling to increase my intelligence to get the science in order to build the ammo crafter because I don't want to damage my... Um, I don't want to increase my intelligence because of the, 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 the... Whatever that perk is that... Idiot savant. Idiot savant, yeah. But then Ray told me, you know, at level 10 anyway, it's still proxies. And the, and the intelligence difference of that XP makes it worth it in the end anyway, you were saying, right? Isn't that the point yep. you're making? Yep. Yeah, the only reason that stuff responds in 76 is to support new players coming in. You know, because mm-hmm. if you if you cleared out Flatwoods and there was nothing there for them to find. I don't support that at all. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's how they get their income, new players. <sighs> new players? How dare they? I love it. Uh, Clint, do you ever get people treating baby like you're in, like you're a noob? I love it when I'm on my new character and people are like, "Hey, come here! I've got you know stem packs and water for you." I'm like, "No, dude, I I don't need that. I'm okay. I'm really." <laughs> oh no, you gotta take it. You can feel good. Yeah, it's just like I really nah. It's Gee, cool. Thanks. I don't I don't need any of that. Gee, thanks, Mister. It's like <laughs> I <laughs> generally play baby on a private um, oh, world smart. anyway. So yeah. yeah. That's that reminds me of one of the previous seasons we played, and I had a character named Loner. And the first damn thing that happens when she leaves the vault is there's a guy standing there wanting to give me shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, damn. 
<laughs> Can't you see my name is Loner? Oh no, you only see that my name is, you know, whatever my yeah. Xbox name is. That's a problem too. I'd rather have the option of being able to display your character name. Maybe I know I know the need to be able to display the username for, you know, safety's sake and reportability and accountability and all that. I understand the need, but also displaying the character name on top or below or something like that would be really fun. I'd like that. Yeah, because uh, you you know which you know, like you see Carrick soon there, but you don't know whether he's playing, um, you yeah. know, which character. Well, you have to look at his level. One of the others. Yeah, yeah, you have to look at his level and then dictate. <laughs> you know, oh, he's on his low level. Okay, this must be that character. Or oh, he's mm. on his high character. He's on he's on red. You know, whatever. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, they could do it like I do in Discord, where I've got you know Carrick soon and then parentheses. I've got Lee, so they could have the the yeah. character name out there. Yeah, instead of the way you've got Lee. Yeah. I knew it. Lee's just a character he's playing. You guys. It's all a sham. He's a lizard I mean, person. It does sound like something a synth would say sometimes. Oh, she's on to you. Ouch. Too early for synths in 76. All right. <laughs> I know we had a Ken poll that I absolutely sort of just pushed bull rush past last week. Sorry. Apologies, Ken. I hope, I hope um, your refusal to speak to me online this week and turning that cold shoulder wasn't um, personal or anything. <laughs> He's been having some PC trouble too. It, it's going around. It not just I Ray. Know, I know it's me. Oh, <laughs> it's a virus. But speaking of, do you want to revisit last week's Kenny Kenny Kenpole? That sounds amazing. What okay, so last week's Kenpole that we didn't get to. Apologies, Ken. Uh, season <laughs> four brought us up. locked and loaded. Daily ops are harder now. How are you guys doing with the change? In my opinion, I like it since it was. Very easy to get Elder Rank before, even solo. But the rewards should be raised. So here were his options on the vote. Uh, A, I love the new challenge. B, don't like it, undo it. And C, it doesn't really affect me, no preference. So very simple poll this week. Uh, as far as feedback, 76% said, I love the new challenge. So far Ooh. more than half are in favor of the harder daily op Weird. options. That, that surprised me, surprises me for some reason. Yeah, I, I'm actually, I, I'm not surprised, but uh, no preference for 14% and don't like it and do it was 9.5%. So just under 10. I, huh. I like most people, I welcome the new challenge. Because oh, yeah. it's not, I mean, if you're doing it just for the rewards and the XP, okay, that's fine. But in order to make it a more enjoyable experience, it's fun uh, if you are a sneak character and you're having to sneak through or going through with a team and have to actually pay attention to what you're doing a little bit more. It, a little more challenge gives more sense of accomplishment. So I would also be, I love the new challenge myself. How I, about you guys? I, I just realized just a, a couple days ago that, oh, they want you to be sneaking while you're tracking these guys. Like it took me a while to figure out what the actual point is of the of the whole thing, you know? And so it, it's it's rebuild. I'm still not going to be anywhere close to being able to do that by myself for a very long time until I actually learn it, you know, as well as I know the other one. I could get elder by myself every, you know, not not consistently, but you know, not fifty percent. I don't know, maybe half the time if I was really rushing and knew what I was doing, and it was the appropriate mix of uh, bad guys and all that. So, I, you know, I'm not a fan of not being able to get Elder by myself. I still haven't been able to do that. But I maybe if I get really fast, it's just it feels like there's so much 
kill eight, then set this up thing, and then kill ten, then set this thing up, uh-huh. and then kill this, and then, oh, wait, there's a bad guy, and then, oh, wait, even after you kill the bad guy, you're sitting there counting your thing, and you think you're done. Oh, no, you have to yet still turn on one last little... <laughs> it's just like, Jesus Christ, so many things to do. So, I, I just, there's too many pieces to me to do, like, by myself. That's my only gripe about it, is that I can't get Elder by myself yet. I don't know if I eventually will or not, but who knows? Yeah. Elder Solo is no joke, even in the original ops. I mean, could you imagine the first month or two it launched, thinking yeah, that we could get I, Elder? I probably felt the same way. You're right. You know, back then, and um, I, I would, I'm of the uh, get rid of it, meh. I'm, I'm the nine percenters. You know, like down here, so revert, revert, get rid of this. <laughs> but um, I do have to admit, I love the frosty location. It's neat. Vault ninety six is cool. It's neat. Ray, have you tried it in stealth mode yet? Because I, I know you didn't love how quickly they one-shotted you and stuff in the PTS. How about in a uh, production? So I, I've literally only done one daily op ever. And oh, even the old ones? Yeah. Oh, okay. Gee, even I've done two. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it just hasn't been anything... I, I I've never worried about the 250 score that you get from completing that. So I just ignore it. Yep. I've never tried them solo myself. So that part of the equation that Andrew's talking about, I've never done. Even when I jump in and thinking I'm going to try to do it solo, which I did a few times excited. Oh, I want to see what this is like. People would jump in with me. So I have it. I've doing it any number of times, but not solo. And on the new ones, only done it with a, I think a three-person team is the smallest I've done. Another uh, question I had about it, my level up, my levels character, What do they have a minimum a minimum level for the bad guys in there? Oh. Or are they going to be like level five? Are they gonna, do they have sure a, a minimum of 20, 25, 50, whatever, you know? Do they be have one to- of those occasions where they say don't come here unless you're level unless 50. you're level 50 or whatever like Arc- or like is... arctos they have a suggested level 50 or whatever yeah yeah okay suggested level thank you uh, yeah. there is no minimum level for daily ops full stop and be with the new level scaling system uh, and the way it works for damage a low level can get into daily ops very easily nice. can do fine and it's nice. a fantastic source of xp Sweet. now they aren't as effective as a you know fully level leveled character, but they can survive and do just fine in there. So I actually recommend nice. that low levels try to jump in and do it. What are the, the only uh, problem is? Sorry, if you're not with friends, a lot of times uh, you might get kicked from the team because of the fact that the other people feel they might be carrying you. Yeah, I heard that's a plague that's been happening a lot. I have never experienced getting booted, but people will say that. Oh, um, people have been waiting until right before the end and then booting me um, before the bad guy at the end. I'm like, well, that's really shitty, first of all. Yeah, we've heard sake. that. Um, I don't know many people that that's happened to. Uh, I know a couple, but keep in mind, disconnects happen too. So it might not always be deliberate. Sometimes it might yeah, be being yeah, people yeah. trolling and, and doing that, but there's no benefit to them for doing it. So I think it's more likely <laughs> the random disconnects more often than not. It's, it's yeah. not that common. Also, I think you find that, that most people playing 76 are nice you know, and exactly. do the right thing. You hear a lot about the ones that aren't nice, but because when people are nice, you know, people don't, it's, it's not a scary story. So why yeah. bother talking about it, you know? Yep. But, uh, you know, 
in, in all of the travels I've you know rarely come across people I haven't you know don't want to play with and you know everybody else has been good yeah Pat was just saying in the group just the other day is like oh I don't ever do a building project in a workshop anymore and like they taught me a lesson I was like god damn Pat that was a year and a half ago and people don't do that anymore that's not a thing just don't even worry don't even worry about it's not even a thing and then I built a fucking workshop yesterday and someone came and wrecked my ass yeah it's a thing (laughs) someone wrecked my it just had to happen to me in a year and a half seriously I it just was not a problem for me anymore and then someone fucking destroyed me yesterday I was like okay it's yours fine I'm done yeah it's yours but even though that happened like you said it's still not really a thing you know what I mean? There's a certain threshold of how often it happens for yeah. it to be a thing. A year and, and a half. It's, you know, it's not even 10%. You know, uh, there are there are waves where during free play weekends or times when there's been no content for a couple months as far as, you know, like we were having in, in March. People <laughs> April, get bored People here, waiting. Yeah. yeah. They're like, okay, you know what? There's nothing to do. I'm going to gank some lobbies or I'm going to take some workshops. It was just funny because I was getting, you know, mouthy that, oh, no, never fuck it. And then as soon as, <laughs> soon as I say it, bam. Okay, okay, okay. Universe, you win. I just, uh, I'll There's shut up. Coaching. I'll shut up. I had a question. What are daily ops? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I had, uh, I've done a couple, but only in the case where, you know, I, I happened to find somebody on that I knew who was interested in doing one. I go, yeah, I'll do it with you. But, you know, since I haven't been in there all that often, I've maybe done four or five at the most, but it was always with somebody who knew what they were doing and could say, yeah, go do this, go do that. You know, so that I was able to actually contribute a little bit, but, you know, they're, all the places are just f- yeah. such a freaking maze. You know, if you go in there and you don't know where to go or what to do, you know, you're basically either, either useless and you'll get booted or you'll just not have a good time because you don't know what the hell's going on. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's just enough learning curve to them that it uh, was kind of a disincentive. And I hardly ever see anybody on same time I'm on anyway, except Clinton as well. Yeah, wife, when so. I'm you're signing on when I'm signing off. But if you're ever on when I'm on, God, I'd be fun to run through through there. Like, if, especially if it's one of the older ones that I know well, then like it'd be you know fun to run through there and show you. But the, the new one, shit, I'd stumble through to learn it with you. God, and Kenny's always willing to have a play with it. So if, if you're ever on the same time as him, he occasionally he used to be when he had was a shift worker. I haven't seen him for a while now. And you guys who don't run them never get the rewards. Are the rewards worth getting then? Do they? Does that mean that the rewards they're giving are not worth it to a large portion of the community? There are rewards. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I, mean, I, I don't. You'd have know. to research it. Yeah. No. I mean, and Ray I'm not needs really to be for your camp. <laughs> yeah, I mean. You know, if I got a potted plant, you know, would I really care? <laughs> no, no. Right. Yeah. It's well, I, I got the, from the the mole miner things the other day, I, I got that strongman outfit, which I think was a reward from Daily Ops, wasn't it? No, that's, no, that one's mole miners. Yeah. Mole miners. Part of the circus theme. Yeah. Oh, okay. The trailer, you know. I know it's, it's been around for a long time. I've seen it, um. Uh, Christian used to wear it quite a lot. It's pretty sexy. Um, it's pretty yeah. sexy. But oh yeah, but he wore it with a very ugly mask to make it perfect. <laughs> I wore it with the Grafton monster mask. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. 
good stuff. Yeah, it's I love it look, that we look. have a mask for a creature that has no head. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I I was questioning that before. It just makes no no sense to me why there's a mask for that. And so many different interpretations too. It's, it's so yeah. weird. Why? Yeah, there's two. There's multiple multiple masks mm-hmm. for, <laughs> for a monster with no head. All right, uh, Ken Pole. Did everyone chime in? Ray, no. you don't you don't run them. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, Clint, you don't run them. Uh, Lee, you, you don't run them. Barely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because that's the new loop for a lot of us who play regularly. Uh, if you're yeah. not launching nukes, if you're not doing nuke and queens and earls, then you're going in and, uh, you know, maybe doing a pasta sheep squatch. Mm-hmm. You know, that's always fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but daily ops are part of the daily ritual for a lot of people. Do at least one. And if you're with, with friends who want to do them, do two or three. Do you find sufficient rewards? I mean, it sounds like you just like the the reward of the event itself, the the XP, the getting the stuff, the the camaraderie of completing a good event and such. But are what are there any rewards that you get that are remarkable that you can bring? I can't even the, think of the like, rewards there's... are part of the incentive for sure. Okay, um, that's the big reason why people do them. I mean, some of them are more common now, and they've made some that used to be rare into the uncommon pool but all those signs you know the burrow signs the different signs those are those are knights um weapons obviously war glaive that was alex's big thing it took him over a hundred runs to (laughs) to get the war glaive plan and those are a pretty big incentive Uh Uh, any number of brotherhood rewards now you've got some of the new stuff coming in Uh, super mutant twos before were a big one and now you've got the wendigo tube i never got the super mutant tube ever Mm -hmm. um brotherhood recon armor which i always mean to hang on to but always end up accidentally tossing into the legendary legendary machine um you get like three star brotherhood recon armor i don't know if that's any good or not um yeah it's yeah, decent like it's, it's if you're getting you know the stuff you want it's a good set okay. so there are a number of awards though that people like uh but also just the xp for doing it well worth it yeah the uh replenishing your ammo unless you are unless you're churning through ammo in there it's a great way to get more ammo yeah. than you go in with yeah i like i like to go at the melee and then pop on the gun and shoot them once with the gun to finish them off and then they all the they collect all the bodies afterwards and you have a ton of, of the ammo you're looking for also just have the weapon popped up when you leave that'll also dictate the ammo that you get on the reward screen as well so don't don't put your weapon away <laughs> Um, before you make sure your weapon is still drawn as you're as you're leaving the reward screen as you're ending because that'll dictate to the the, the ammo that you're yeah. going to. My my main character doesn't even have a gun. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. You just melee everything to death there. Yeah, or you're just killing yeah. them with your good looks. What's the reward for if you don't? It's a, don't ran, need a random demo. Yeah. The, yeah. um, well, now he can get the. I said horrible monster. What's it called? Unstoppable monster. It's the horrible, yeah. horrible monster. Yeah. Which uh. also has a nicer skin. Uh, we noticed on the new one from the hey. Daily Ops has a nicer skin than the yes. original. Someone posted on Twitter. I don't know if anyone else notices stuff like this, but this is really kind of weird. There's like any posted the two is like, oh, that is interesting. There's there. Why would they have different skins for the the one from last year? or two years ago and then the the one is the reward and are all of those now in the loot pool or is it, are they slowly leaking those into the loot pool unstoppable monster is special uh that's there might have been two do you do you remember right did you read that on the rewards is the hellfire mm. missile launcher one of them because i just got that yesterday yeah the, the hellstorm hellstorm yeah. hellstorm 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 hell 
Hail. 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 It's the hail hail. H e i double hockey sticks. <laughs> the hellfire missile is the one that the Brotherhood loses hell, to hell the Raiders. And have, you, you have to recover. Okay, I got the plans for that as a reward, but that was not one of the named weapons given to you in survival mode rewards way back in the day from the same era as Unstoppable Monster. No? Okay. Just be sure on Daily Ops you bring your pencil so that you can draw your weapon. (laughs) Good one, Lee. (laughs) All right. um, Thanks, Dad. Yeah, it it is Hellstorm. It is not not Hellstorm. It is Hellstorm. (laughs) Hail? Hail? (laughs) Hell? No, Hell. No, it's, it's not, it's no it now, now it's hailstorm. <laughs> it, hail yeah. it was the it was the accent. <laughs> hailstorm. That's great. It's hail yeah, y'all. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> so All let's right. just hit some iguana bits real quick. Calendar. It is double score weekend right now. <gasps> what? Um, yeah, those challenges that mm-hmm. you know you don't really want to do, you can get five hundred more instead of two fifty. Boom. And you don't have to do two daily ops anymore. Oh my yeah. god, double score Lee. I love double score. You get yeah. your five. You get your five without doing daily ops. It's the only well, one. We knew worthwhile. that had to be temporary. The the full team thing, a lot of people didn't like because of the fact you don't always have a full team or maybe someone leaves the team while you're in there. Yeah, that mm. one was frustrating. Yeah, at four AM yeah. when I'm trying to do it, there's not a lot of people on who are hopping into daily ops for a full four team. That's not fair. Yeah, and if you need a full team, you can't kick anybody. <laughs> there is yeah. that. There is yeah. that. But it, oh, you know, was that their response to being uh, the? Oh, we've heard a rash of people being dickholes here. Now the requirement is you can't kick someone. It's possible. You know Could what? Be. It's actually very possible. That's pretty funny if they did do that. I like that. I support that move. Mm-hmm. So double score this weekend, and then the weekend after, next weekend, double XP. Oh, those are the That's two good exciting. ones. Good job. They did give us a small patch to try to fix the mannequin load-in issue. We talked about that last week. Uh-huh. That patch did not last or take <laughs> because it might have worked for a few people, but it didn't work for everyone, and it seemed to cause new login issues for other people. So oh, no. <laughs> reverted. Mm. Yeah, I, I just unlocked those today. Nice. Great. God, those are like 25 or something, right? Good job. Yeah, I hit 25. I don't think we checked in with everyone's. I, I'm, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm 10 and 8. 10 and 8. Oh, yeah. So you're saying 40? on that patch they dropped a log? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How's that go? Lee, 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 Lee. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. Skinny dipping in a sealy. Speaking of things launching, uh, the (laughs) PTS, public test server, launched again today. So that is open. They opened it much quicker than we expected. Now, this is on the test server right now. There is so much happening. Uh Uh-oh. So... What are we testing? We are Uh-oh. testing all the things coming out in the Steel Rain patch. The uh, end of the, you know, Steel Dawn was the first one. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last one's going to be Steel Rain. Oh, we're getting part and, two? Yeah. We've got the Brotherhood nice. story in there. Uh, we've got the legendary crafting in there. We've got uh, the new legendary stuff on power armor in there. Legendary a a large number of things are part of this PTS. Uh, also, Meat Week is confirmed. So, 
people were saying, oh man, they did the new calendar meet week's not even on there. I'm like, well, it'll probably come out around the same time, end of July or beginning of August like usual. It, apparently meet week is going to be in the public test server. So we should get it end of July, you know, or maybe around the time Steel Rain launches, which is planned for July, by the way, the next chapter of the Brotherhood, for sure. Why is it in the public test server? There's nothing, is it going to change somehow? I think they need to check different elements together, you know, so they're going to activate some of those uh, different events at different times so they make sure that they don't interfere with each other or cause trouble. That's my guess. It's because everybody's losing video cards and they have to test with the old ones now. <laughs> <laughs> it could also be that there are some new new rewards or actions to it. That's always mm. possible, too. I mm. haven't seen yet. It did launch today. I have seen some data mines and stuff from it. New rewards, um, hey? Mm-hmm. Well, they added but, some to mole miners. Why not? I'd like yeah, to see that. You would think so. Uh, the next patch update is currently scheduled for May 25th. So... You know how each update has a number, and as we found out during the AMA, they've actually got them planned on a schedule pretty far out because they'd be talking about uh, things with private worlds. They're like, that would be update 32. Well, we just hit update 26. So we're looking at 27. Uh, I think it's 28 or 29 would be the Steel Rain. They've actually got them planned out, but this next one, just looking at uh, fixes from different, it's really just a, a straight patch, you know, fixes for issues that have cropped up, and then a number of things that were on the roadmap for the community. They haven't elaborated on exactly what those are going to be yet. And finally, I mentioned the data mines. Let me just pull up that list. So I saved a list earlier. I was pretty excited with some of what I found. Don't you need a good video card for data mines? <laughs> no, we're not cryptocurrency mining, just data mining. <laughs> oh, it's it's made out of data, cryptocurrency. So uh, some stuff, and some of this was also shared on Twitter, uh, Miss Atomic, as usual, grabbing some of the information when it became available in data mining Discord. Uh, but I've got a couple of things here. So information on the new vendor. Remember we mentioned the new wandering vendor concept? Okay, Blue Ridge Caravan has a new wandering vendor that's going to be selling things for gold bullion. And the way she's going to work is not necessarily wandering on the road like we thought it might be, but rather she'll be setting up shop in one of three locations. She could set up shop, um, let's see, in Foundation, in Crater, and, oh, Fort Atlas. Okay, so the new faction <laughs> locations, she can set up shop there. And it's going to be a day or two a week, maybe three. And she'll be there temporarily and then go away. So it's going to be like a pop-up sale kind of thing because she's a traveling vendor. Huh. And it's going to be some kind of notification. And the bullion only, though. Yep. She's selling stuff for bullion. And the rewards that they list officially will be uh, the items available for bullion from other vendors. So the stuff you'd get from uh, Samuel or Regs or, or any of them or Mortimer, uh, but also some items from Daily Ops and such will be available for sale for bullion. Now, it doesn't say in the data mine, but I'm hoping uh, that past season rewards could be there too. So people might get a path to actually buy the glass walls when they pop up, stuff like that. So I don't need to do all that hard work oh. of uh, Daily Ops. I can just go and buy it. Exactly. Yep. With, now, with gold. It won't be all of it at once, right? You still got to grind your gold. You still got to get the bullion. Yep. Oh, they are also making some changes uh, to bullion. So no. in order to get gold, you know how you have to complete the Wastelanders quests and get two secrets revealed, like actually mm -hmm. go through to the Vault 79 raid, all that? 
you yep. will no longer have to do that to get gold bullion. Ooh. Well, I see so, they're giving it away on the challenge. This yep. time. It's just going to be floating around out there live. What you would need in order to be able, you know how you can go visit Smiley and get your weekly gold. You won't be able to go visit Smiley and get weekly gold. But if you get uh, treasury notes from various events and people, they're going to say, oh, bullion's just out there in the wasteland now. So those you can still get, trade in, and then use to buy stuff. I wonder if they're going to add the, the gold panning that was rumored early on. Ooh. I, you know, I want fishing. I, I think I'd prefer fishing the gold panning, <laughs> but maybe. And then there's information out there on the legendary crafting and legendary power armor, too. I won't get into all that, but it is looking very interesting. And shoot. it is using the new legendary cores are the new item, and then some nice. legendary modules, which are the old items. And that's how you craft legendary upgrades that you can then apply to items. I haven't done it yet or seen it done yet, so I can't exactly explain it. Cool. Uh, but it looks good. It looks good. I'm excited for that. That'll be that'll be fun. Gold painting's already in the game, by the way. There's well, a, there's... yeah, there's there's some uh, random guys who do it. But, yeah, besides you know, Charlene's camp, there's a bloke doing yeah. it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to be in the to... maybe in the update after that they'll add uh, you know pan fried fish or something. <laughs> I mean, I'd love it. Hey, do you know you can actually if you get a mounted wall fish on a wall and you get the grill really close, you can make it look like the fish is on the grill. It's very cool. Oh, that's very cool. fun. <laughs> <laughs> They're always away. Community shout-outs. I uh, just want to say, since today is the day, we don't always do this, but, you know, today's the day. So happy birthday, Angel. I hope it was a Angel, good one for you. happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. And happy that's birthday. pretty much all I have. I was going to mention, uh, it, you know, there's been a bit of fundraising for various causes. Right now, there is a fundraising push for St. Jude's again on Twitch. Uh, but coming up... In a couple weeks, uh, there's going to be a big push, big weekend. I think I mentioned Fallapalooza before. That's the music festival that we're going to be doing in 76. Uh, plans for that are coming together. So more information as we get closer there. But that's going to benefit the AHA, the uh, American Heart Association. So keep an eye out for those fundraisers. Very cool. Bravo. Anything else we'd uh, like to get into this evening, folks? I think I've caused enough trouble tonight. <laughs> well, Lee, tell us where the good folks can find you out there on the internet world. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter. I don't remember what my name is, though. According, I added his name to yeah. the show notes, if you see, Andrew. According to, to our notes, it is at Lee to many numbers. Yeah. He's yeah, got way too many numbers. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's gonna remember that. Doesn't matter if we tell it to them three times slow. <laughs> They'll never yep. ever get it. Well, thank you That's for helping on so much. To uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you for your submissions all season long. We've been enjoying them. And a uh, reminder to everyone: hop on the Discord to check out those pictures live during the show as this the um, story is unfolding, or as you're listening to the podcast. Uh, you can probably also find them in the Facebook group later on. Well, Lee, thank you so much for all of your submissions and your hard work for the, uh, well, the show. Well, you're most welcome. And, uh, it, I mean, this is the greatest community. I really, really love the whole group. We absolutely appreciate your presence in it. Thanks a lot so much for hopping on this uh, for this episode. Take care. You can find him over there on the Twitters at ClintSC9. Clint, thanks for hopping on. Uh, pleasure as always, and good fun to have uh, my playmate Lee on because we play a fair bit together. Oh, it's that's good. great! It's always fun. 
You can find him at BBCISSS for the No Man's Sky feed. You can also find him at Ray LB on Twitter. Ray, thanks for hopping on. Good times. Jess can be found at You Wastelanders at Games Who Dame and Sleep Is For T on Twitter. Jess, thank you so much. <laughs> thanks, Andrew. Have a great <laughs> night, all. Our show can be found over there on the Insta at ASA Podcasting. Will's doing lots of good work over there. The show also can be found on Twitter at the Fallout Feed. I am at Indie Android. I'd like to thank everyone for downloading this edition of the Fallout Feed, and we will see you in the wasteland. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Fallout Feed Roundtable. If you are interested in doing a play-along character with us, the show can be contacted by emailing falloutroundtable at gmail.com. For the roundtable schedule, our Amazon link, and all other show information, please head on over to asapodcasting.com, where you will find the Fallout feed, a Skyrimatic podcast, our YouTube channel, the Chatterbox, as well as other content. Once again, thank you for downloading, and we'll see you in the wasteland. Tunnel snakes rule! I think they have an empty pipeline they could use. Party time. Keep the illiterate at bay. I'm not my child's plaything. This is some pretty crazy shit. Sorry, guys. I have my own problems. Very troubling stuff.